Welcome back to Marshy's Corner, brought to you by Summit Heights Club. And uh, just while we're on the topic of Summit Heights Club, uh, excited to announce that there is a new podcast coming. Uh, so, separate to this one, um, it is co-hosted myself and Ben Mitchell. Uh, if you don't know Ben Mitchell, uh, he is a journalist and he is also a MBL1 commentator. And so we got together a while ago and we're, we're going to talk about that probably obviously on the podcast, how it got started and stuff. But basically we got to talking and we wanted to bring a Australian basketball podcast that promotes the game that we really love. Um, and we're going to do it in a bit of a different way, I guess. And it's going to be a bit of a show, bit of, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. So we've been meeting, talking, discussing how that's going to work. And, uh, we're both very excited to bring that to you. We have recorded the pilot episode. We're getting the artwork and stuff done. So we'll release that. And we have a great first guest lined up and it's going to be good. So, uh, yeah, it's an Australian basketball theme podcast. Excited to bring it to you guys, uh, now onto this podcast. Uh, it is a long one. Uh, this is, you know, part of my plan for this year is I, there's kind of like um, every month I want to tick off. I want to do a sports show. Uh, may not even be sports, but I want to do a show with Tim and Max um, each month. I want to guest each month and I want to do a, a podcast about a book that I'm reading each month. And um, I am struggling a little bit to lock in a guest for January. Um, a lot of people are really busy in January. So I've already had some discussions with some great guests for this year, just trying to lock in that January one. Uh, but yeah. And then the book corner one, the book corner podcast that I want to add to this Marshy's corner thing is probably not going to start till next month. Uh, there's a book I want to begin with and I want to do the podcast with a specific person, but they're probably not going to be free till next month. Um, but yeah, this podcast, though, uh, it is a long one, and uh, you know, if if there's the intro is a little bit long, I'll admit, uh, me and Max and Tim catching up. Uh, you know, you can. I've written in the description the times that uh, you know each thing is talked about. So, uh, if you don't want to listen to our general chit chat at the start, or if you're an NRL fan and you want to skip straight to the NRL, or if you want to skip straight to the NBA, whatever it is you want to listen to on this podcast. I've put the times in there. Um, they should be pretty close to accurate. So, yeah, hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah, we can't snack on the nuts anymore because they're gone. So, that's a good thing because it sounded horrendous. And we are recording, by the way. Uh, anyways, we're back. Max, how you going? Good, thank you. That's good. And we have Timothy joining us from uh, Canberra. How are you, man? I'm good. Not sweating my balls off like you guys. Yeah, that's fair. It's been pretty hot here. Um, Very muggy. <clears throat> the last time we recorded, actually, <laughs> our last episode didn't go to, didn't actually make it to the, uh, to Spotify or anything. Um, Max said a naughty word, and then we took too long to um, edit it, and then we lost it, and we just didn't upload it because it got too out of date. But so it's been like a really long time since we've done one of these. Um, what's happening in everyone's lives? We don't really see each other anymore. I don't live with Max anymore. Tim, well, you, Tim left. You're basically married, so that's why I never see you. <laughs> you're, I just at all times assume you'll be with Marissa and I only see you in group settings or if you come to the house to drop off your laundry slash drop a deuce. <laughs> um, 
No, what? I'm free all the time. Hit me up. You didn't come to the hangout yesterday. I was there. I was busy. Well, I'm just saying. I would have come. I'm hanging out I mean, with producer Jackson. Spikeball was never going to happen. It was storming. No, we played. What? We when played the in the rain. 30 minutes, it didn't rain. But we played for like a solid. Well, I would have come if I was free, but I'm just saying. What it, did you guys play? Spikeball. Oh, that's stupid. The, the trampoline thing. Yeah, we're like hitting the ball into the trampoline. It's a net. It's a net. Yeah, it's not on, trampoline, yeah, but on, it's actually a lot net. of fun. Whatever. Yeah. Max, and I, Max and I put the drayers to the sword when we first them. <laughs> You mean when they're playing with their girlfriends? Yeah, and but we were together. Both, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, I mean, it's kind of like handball. No, yeah, it is. It's like a mix of like handball and volleyball, and I guess that's it: handball and volleyball. Both, both of which you guys are really good at. We, I actually, well, well, I actually, am very good. First at of all, you're correct. When it comes to handball, I don't care about it or take pride in it, but I am actually good at handball. <laughs> if, if we were going, if we went down to Oxford Park Station and played handball, like I'm, no, I'm not saying oh I'm dominating, I'm the best or anything, but uh, there's obviously groups of people who are going to be sitting around Ace. There's like a hierarchy. There's there, and there's people that you know they're not going to be sitting around yeah. Ace and they're going to be sitting around Nuts. I'm saying it's like, that it's like it's like me, oh, me go. and and then and then you guys. Oh. I don't even know where you guys sit generally. Can't see the, can't we also see haven't that done that for down. like five years. We should do it again. It's a good time. Okay. <clears throat> so, how new job, Max? How's that going? It's going good. Three months there now, whatever. Has it yeah. been three months? Yeah. Holy shit. Time goes by quickly, man. Yeah, it's going You're fine. enjoying it? Yeah. <laughs> Vusa Bebe is working there now. Vusa? I don't know if he's a listener, but he's he a is friend. a listener and he's also going to be hopping on the podcast very soon. Oh, is yeah. he? Yeah. We, we were talking about that yesterday. Super spreader. We got an idea. You what did you say, Tim? Super spreader. What? Super spreader. Ah, uh, spread COVID. Oh, yeah. yeah. Patient zero. Yeah. Patient zero. But Shut now, like every, so many people have gotten it now. Like, well, now if you haven't had it, you don't have any friends. That's what they say. Oh, I haven't had it. So I haven't had it. <laughs> what about you, Tim? How's Canberra? Is that COVID in Canberra? Good. Yeah, but less than less than Brisbane, like way way less than Brisbane. Well, that's because like for oh. COVID to spread, there has to be like an element of socializing <laughs> and fun things to and do. And fun things to uh, do. There, there is there is an element of socializing. I tell it to I say it to everyone. It's as long as you don't leave like a five kilometer radius of the city. It's, just, it's almost like Brisbane as long as you don't go like further out than five k. Have you? Then it's, uh, then it's just like farmland. So what's what's been like the uh, the highlights of Canberra living in Canberra so far? The highlight, uh, not sweating in my bed at night. Well, that's to good. be honest, the nights have been pretty cool this summer. Do you reckon? Mm, they're just muggy. They're just like it's just humid all like the time. The night, the night, the night dropped to like. 16 here and it'll be a lot drier as well than here that is pretty nice whereas like when i came when i came back for christmas it was like 27 degrees at 12 o'clock at night yeah there was like a week of, probably the week you were here is probably the worst week of hot nights i reckon but i've been but you get like blanket, i think you shoot. get a you get a breeze through your window right yeah. i get no breeze i have you have a ceiling fan and a tower fan don't you 
Yeah. I just have a towel fan. And I have two windows on different walls. Exactly. I just so have I just a towel fan. Like, I, that's kind of all I have at the moment. My room's pretty cool. Um, yeah, sweet. Wait, you, great, both, both, both of you have been to Sydney, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it... Have you ever seen um, uh, like people waiting on the side of traffic lights? Like just waiting on the side of the road at traffic lights with um, like... like uh, window cleaner, like a squeegee. I've had that here in that Brisbane. Ha- that used to happen in Brisbane, but I haven't seen it for a very long time. When I was a kid, it used to happen. Yeah, so that tell that tell you about the first like basically night that I was here. Say it again. They squeegeed your polo. Yeah. So no, actually, they didn't squeegee my polo. We were driving in. It was like eight thirty. It was like eight thirty nine, and. So before coming, like everyone I talked to that had been to Canberra was like, oh, you got to avoid like these areas. It's like pretty dodgy. You got to avoid like these areas. And it was like eight eight thirty, like driving in, and it's like raining. The first traffic light we stop at, there's this dude who, um, you know, he looks interesting. <laughs> he looks uh in a state. He's like comes up and uh just starts like cleaning the front windows of the car and i'm like what the hell like i locked the doors instantly i locked the door <laughs> oh my god that's fair enough that's fair enough i've never seen i've never seen it in australia ever wait before, had ever. he started cleaning your windows at that point or was this before he started cleaning your window you locked the car oh he was like walking up no he was walking across the like across the road initially just like walking up and down across the road and so when i was coming in for a stop i could see him and like i just locked the door instantly i was like nah i'm locking the door that's someone um, that's lost touch with a common man i think <laughs> no nah, nah, that's fine cause I, you, I reckon that's you, fine you see you see in the city you see in like the cbd in prison sometimes when someone's kind of just having like an episode and like <laughs> they go haven't you you've never seen anyone like go up to someone's car and like like bang in their windows and stuff like that in the cbd mm. i mean yeah not that yeah I can think no of yeah anything. i have i think i lock my door guy comes up he's like i lock it instantly he just cleans the front i'm like what what is going on I've, like, this has it, never happened to you do i have life. to pay him <laughs> not not in australia i'm like do i have to pay him do i do I like is he like what is he trying to do I'm confused he goes to the back like does the back window and then and then the lights turn green I'm like and I just drive off I'm like I, that was the weirdest experience ever did I he give you any gestures like, like, like was he upset nah he, he gave he gave me like a like a like a nod he was like a, so, like you didn't t- say no when he went to go for the second window if you didn't want to pay him I didn't even know what was happening See, I was this, like this, uh, this happened to- I was just staring I was just staring at him um, and now, like, I see it all the time. So, I always, um, like, I always, like, go really, really slow if I, if I think the light's going to, like, go red so they don't come up to my car. Because normally, like, I think the um, the etiquette is, like, they do it and then you give them, like, some money. Yes. That is the That's etiquette. how the etiquette, that's but, exactly you know. how it works. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's... But I'm, like, every time I see it, I'm, like, nah, don't. Don't touch my car, please. You can wind down you and your and say no thanks, and they won't do it. Yo, when I that's yeah, happened to refused, me. 
I've refused twice now. It's happened to me at Newmarket, like heading towards the city. And a guy was like cleaning diff- like people's windshields and I saw it coming to me. It's like, like very much stopped traffic. And so like if he cleans it, like you're not just able to just drive away when it's green. And um, the- he, he like comes up to my car and I literally said to him, I was like, no, like I don't, I don't have any, first of all, I have no cash. Yeah. So I was like, I don't have any money. And then he just like ignores me. He's like starts cleaning it and stuff. And then when he's finished, he just like stops at my window and he's like holding yeah. his hand out like, oh, you need to pay me now. And I was like, I ha- I told you I had no money. Yeah. And he's like, so you're not going to pay me? I was like, well, I can't. And he was like getting kind of angry and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> this, I don't know how I drive out of this. Well, the thing is like- He just like cussed at me and left. But I was just like, bro, I told you from the start. I don't want that. If someone's like, no, I don't want it or I don't have any money and he does it, then he'll get some people that actually do have some money, but then we'll feel bad and like give him some- some money anyway. yeah but like I, like so many people especially our age will just not have any cash whatsoever to give them yeah i never have any money on me yes anyways it's i actually have a few questions about canberra but i feel like i feel like we can't go too long on tim being in canberra i am intrigued what it's like for him living with his missus and the dog and everything he's how he's been housebroken yeah, for years i don't think you know what He's been what? He's been Tim's been housebroken for years now. That happened a few years ago <laughs> when he started getting into cooking and you know all that stuff. Tim is very domesticated. Yeah, he's a case. domesticated. How? Oh. Who cooks more, you or Nadia? Uh, it's you. It's definitely <laughs> yeah. That's fine though. Me. I know who. If we ask, I'm who's a better off. cook. Who definitely. Did he just say he's better? Yeah. As I say, he um, Tim is a better cook though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. That's fair. That's true. <laughs> I didn't live with Nadia, so I won't comment. You got, you did. That's true. You you would know because you you lived with her, so you would have some of the food that she made. Well, I had the Hello Fresh food that she'd make. After that, I didn't eat much of her cooking. Even still, that's fair enough. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what? What? Yeah, nothing. nothing. All right, so Tim, how are you finding uh, your? Hey, how you finding your living situation now? Are you finding your living situation now? You know what? It's um, the house is like a hundred million times cleaner. Throwing more shade at Nadia. That's not throwing shade, but there's just no dogs living at the house anymore. So there's no like you don't walk out of I don't walk out of my bedroom and then like just immediately step on like a carpet of dog hair. Kind of thing. So the cat. Yep, found the cat in my bed again today. I left my door open. <laughs> actually, I don't know. My door was actually shut, so the cat must have come in at some point, and I'd shut the door and I'd locked it in there. Sometimes it hides under my bed, and I come up and it's on my bed, and it knows. Do you just hate that? Yeah, because it sheds hair. I, I have to change the sheets as soon as the cat is in my bed. You know when I got that infection in my eye? Yeah. Recently, and I had to go to your work. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100% sure that it was because it came after the night where I came home and I'd left the, my bedroom door open and the cat was on my pillow and I thought I'd like cleaned it all. But then I woke up the next morning, I had like a sore eye. I'm so sure there was I a would hair in my eye. I just absolutely think that's bullshit. What do you mean? Like I would I would think the odds of that have been happening are so low. What do you mean? Cats, people sleep on people's beds all the time I and people in different houses. And yeah, I've, not, I've not heard of like true. these I, I never had. Eyes. I never had an infection. I never got an infection ever. <laughs> I had an infection. Cat. Anyways, we're 12 minutes in. I think you just got pink eye or something. You didn't wash your hands. Break Wait, down. How many, how, many, um, how, many room, 
How many roommates do you live with now? Hey, is it four? I've. Three <laughs> rooms. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. <laughs> so breakdown is Max has a new job. Tim's living in Canberra, and um, both Tim and Max have recently been practicing living with their missuses. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, no, nah, we'll move on. Um, You're basically married. Well, that's not true. You're gonna get married before Tim. I can guarantee that. That'd be cool. She's like, a great girl. That's not. A, I just. I don't, I don't take that as a bad god. thing. But like, I'm just saying. You're the. You're more messed up than Tim. How the how the times how the times change? All it all it took was three months. <laughs> I think it's been more than three, three months now. Maybe four. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And an essay of messages. Whatever. Well, it's not like that anymore anyway, because now we actually hang out. Being, so. being a good friend. Just being, there. Being a great friend. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, and, a Nef- and a Netflix original movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on. Two years. It's been two years since Kobe died. Tim didn't want to do this. Um, but... Yeah, you know, I, I felt like it'd be weird to record a podcast on the day, the the day of two years since he passed away, uh, and not bring it up. So, two years that's gone fast, eh? Yeah. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has gone fast. No, I noticed. Um, like I was on YouTube <clears throat> this morning, and I saw like a bunch of um, like all the talk shows were doing um, like tribute, not tributes, but like just remembering the videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And first take, like the first take one was that. No, I, I, I cut it short, like four minutes in. I was like, nah. I still haven't watched We're the Shaq video. <laughs> the Shaq TNT one? I thought you did. I thought you watched it. No, I think I started watching it and stopped. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's the heaviest one. Yeah. That's, that's the heaviest one. The uh, Jay Williams one's pretty. That's been all over my feed today. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, huh? Yeah, Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith did his top five COVID moments. That was pretty funny. He did his top five. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, he did his top five. Because I think we're gonna do our top five Kobe moments, or top three, or whatever we've got. Yeah, all right. Do you guys? I let's think do, let's, do, let's do three. I think Kobe's death is like. There's not too many celebrity deaths where I like remember exactly where I was, exactly what was happening. Like that's like the one for me where I'm like, that's in my head. It's, oh, it's I, funny. I remember Michael the way Jackson I found as well, out was the same. That's it. The same way I found out that Michael Jackson died, I found out that um, Kobe died. I was just like half asleep in my bed in the morning, and my brother-in-law walked in. He's like. Oh, did you know? Like, did you know Kobe just died? And I was like, "Whatever, man." I was like, I, I just like nudged it, like <laughs> I just like waved him off. I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool, whatever." And then, and then I lay there for like two minutes, and I'm like, "Maybe I'll just check." Like, I'll just check like Instagram or Twitter or something. And then I just didn't come out of my bed for like two hours. I think. Yeah, because that was me and Max were living together at the time, and I was up fairly early and then I saw the news and I was like what the hell that's definitely fake and then especially like the day after like the LeBron thing like all that stuff 
And yeah. then it just kept on coming, kept on coming. Then I went down to Max's room and I told you, I remember you were like, what? Because I, I, I don't know, I might have been asleep. Or no, just you're so, it was still pretty early in the morning. Yeah. And I told Max and then... Yeah, we went upstairs and watched the. We just, just watched the watched TV the, the TV whole day. for ages. Well, I went down after a couple oh, of hours right. and watched Kobe YouTube videos in my room yeah. and cried. Fuck, there were some tears that day. <laughs> All right, let's do our top five Kobe. Uh, moments, the, um, hey? Huh? Yeah. What were you gonna say, Tim? Oh, I was just gonna say the uh, the first game back, like at the Portland game when they had oh, the yeah, um, yeah. like the the intros that just went forever. Yeah. Just like, is this is the game ever going to start? Did you see someone's like they've put a statue at the crash site? Yeah, I saw that. A Gigi and Kobe statue. Did you see that? I didn't know that. I wonder if they're still because, like, I I didn't know it was going to take them this long to do the helicopter crash like report. They said it could take up to two years, right? Yeah, well, that's what I remember them saying. They were like, it's probably going to take two years. I just haven't heard anything about it yet. But I guess it could take a long time for them to figure out exactly what happened. I don't even know how they come to that sort of... Well, I remember when it happened watching like some videos and stuff of them like drawing out models and kind of going through like what they think happened, but they don't actually really know what happened on the helicopter. Fair enough. All right, should we do our our top five Kobe moments? I have three ones that stick out to me. I can can name one of those three. Um, I mean, I'll start with just um, like my favorite Kobe dunk, which... Tim loves it as well. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing? I'm doing are both. We, are we doing like top five? No, as in like, are we doing like best, like best moment? Or just like your favorite moments. moments. No, I'm just doing your own my, personal like, moments. Not all of mine are like basketball plays, like someone outside like, okay. basketball. Or yeah. like it could be like a game or a moment or something you said. Yeah. So like I'll just like one thing that I thought of yeah. straight away was like the baseline, like double pump dunk against new orleans that's like my favorite kobe dunk yeah like it's just oh. insane like the power and like the crowd going wild after he does it that's right like when i think of like kobe dunk yeah, that's, that's what cool. i that's what i think of i know you don't like that dunk no i like the, <laughs> I, know. I like the dunk it's you like the behind the back like the denver one against denver yeah. where he brings the ball behind his back and then does like a reverse. does the reverse like 180 dunk that's my favorite kobe that play. was that was on uh that was on Stephen a which one? Uh, behind the back. <laughs> Was the double pump? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's because no. that's his best play of all time. Oh, it's definitely a more <laughs> difficult difficult play like to pull off, but in terms of like what gets me like hyped and like seeing the crowd and like everything. Like it's fair enough. Like I just is imagine only, being is- if I was like if we were like uh, if you could be at each of those games, those moments. I know it would be crazy. You'd rather be at the double pump? Yeah. But when like just the, the explosion of the arena, when he does it. the When he goes, when he puts the ball behind his back. <laughs> I know what he does. Steps around. I don't know which Nuggets player it is. No, no, no. Right, but and then dunks I, it. I've did, never yeah, seen no, no, anything yeah, like the, that ever. No one that's else. That's the better play. Yeah, that's it's the better, better play, play, but it's not but, as a hyped moment. But, but for like, like a Kobe moment for like something that like I don't know like like typifies like Kobe would be that double pump because it's like really it just looks really cool and like everything he did kind of just looked nice on the court. 
that dunk is better than any of the dunks he did in the dunk contest. And like, it oh, no, yeah, doesn't even come close. And, that's <laughs> true. And and then and then he does the uh, the um, the like the jersey t- jersey. Yeah, that part's well. more hype than that's the like, dunk. <laughs> yeah, but that's the whole play that counts. It's fair enough. <laughs> that's anyway. part, if the behind the back move is part of your dunk, the jer- the jersey like is part of his dunk. I'll take that. Do you have any others, Max? Oh, you want, okay. I'll do all mine. Um, yeah, just do. Go three. We'll I'll go, three. go like dear basketball. Oh, fair enough. Like, and I remember that like sad now. Exactly. Like the day he died, watching like <laughs> watching just Fox Hill, watching all the news channels, and watching like doing all that stuff, and then going down in my room and watching like Kobe montages, and then I watched dear basketball. Yeah. And I cried so hard watching that. He's the only celebrity I've ever like mourned. Like, I remember where I was when Michael Jackson died and Steve Owen died or when I found out about it. I'm like, yeah. I'll always remember those days. But like, I've never, like, I never cried or got like sad. Kobe's definitely the number one. I was pretty sad when Paul Walker died. Yeah. And Steve Owen and MJ. They're all pretty, but Kobe was the worst. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Dear Basketball like completely changed after he died. Um. And then probably my number one moment was his final game when he dropped 60. That's fair enough. And I remember being at Tim's house and he starts like just racking up the points and they're like Julius Randall, everyone's setting like the most <laughs> illegal picks I've ever seen in my life. And the refs are just letting he didn't do anything he wants. <laughs> the last, that that last that last Julius Randall screen. It's just yeah. like a two it's like a two hand shot. <laughs> Who'd he lay out on that? I'm trying to Someone from Utah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. Was it was it was it Gordon Hayward? It might have been. Hayward was guarding Kobe a lot. I think it might have been. I know, it was amazing. Clarkson's 362. And then, like, I remember before the game starting, like, Shaq rocks up and he clearly doesn't have, like, tick seats or anything, but he's Shaq, so he just sits where he wants. The crowd in that game was wild. Yeah. That's, like, better than any, like, NBA Finals crowd, anything. Yeah, like, like, just the video video of Snoop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the video of Snoop in the the crowd, just, like, self-like videotaping himself and then just, like, dancing. (laughs) That's so funny. <laughs> and I remember like him just like racking up the points. I'm like, is he going to get 40? Is he going to get 50? Is yeah. he going to get 60? I remember like I was like super hyped. Like I was just like screaming and going crazy. Like that's the most excited I've been for a game to watch. And then I remember I was really yeah, well, loud yeah, yeah. and Tim was just quiet. Tim was like his eyes were watering <laughs> and he was tearing up. <laughs> oh, I cried watching that game. Well, no, yeah. so he, he, he started the game really bad. Yeah, really bad. It was like, it was like, two for like 12 or some something crazy and then yeah and then like in the third quarter he just starts hitting stuff and, and then the, he had he had that like three in a row like three like it was like he came down hit like a hit like a pull-up jumper then like a pull-up three and then he got that like uh layup yeah, like a layup, layup like high off the glass yeah yeah and i i remember i just remember when it got it was like he it was like 45 and he started just like constantly scoring and like max's max's face was just like <laughs> was like just shock it was just like every time he scored he's just standing be like oh what <laughs> and uh yeah that was pretty hot that was a crazy game that was good i watched like that game. kanye kanye wearing the uh i feel like uh i, oh, the feel, feel, like, like, uh, I feel like kobe t-shirt. yeah but it's like i feel like kobe yeah. on it yeah that was good yeah yeah. No, that game I had worked that day and I wasn't getting like I don't know, it was just a really full day and I didn't start that game 
until like 11 p.m. at night and I watched it on my own in the living room and I was just sitting there and I just had tears. Like the whole fourth <laughs> quarter, there was just tears. Um, so that's now, your three? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim, what's your three? Yeah, so favorites, I'm like obviously not best. Yeah, it's just your favorite personal favorites. Moments, one in no order, one would be the uh, um, the Kyrie Irving USA training clip. Yeah, yeah. That's one of mine. When uh, when Kyrie challenges into a game of like one-on-one and there's like the whole easy money gif and that whole conversation, that was pretty funny. I tell you, young fellow, not up in here. Like, that was pretty cool. And then... <laughs> Yeah, you'd be, you'd be calling double, double. <laughs> so go um, around here. I just thought the the best part about that was when Kyrie just goes, "Well, I'm not going to be able to dribble. Yeah. I can't dribble. <laughs> <laughs> I can't dribble now." Yeah, that's um, a good video. That's one. Uh, two. Well, I'll put his I'll put his sixty point game in there as well because like that was pretty hot. Like that was just crazy. Yeah. What like everyone in the crowd was going crazy. The commentators were going crazy. Like it was the same day as the seventy three win, Warriors. like Warrior no game, and no one was watching the seventy three win Warrior game, which was nuts. Um, that being the and then, what? What my other one be? I think. I think um, either the Suns game, like the Phoenix Suns Kobe playoff series, the one that we were watching on camp. Oh yeah, school, yeah, yeah. In grade eleven, like the closeout game of that one, where he hits like three, like three shots over Grant Hill, like consecutively, to close out the game. It was like. A fadeaway, like two fadeaways in front of the bed, and that's when he like taps. He taps Alvin Gentry yeah. in the butt, and then does like the airplane down the court. He um, that was to then go on to versus the Celtics. Hey, yeah, that was going yeah. to versus the Celtics. Yeah, um, that one, and then the other one that I was tossing up was just a fun one. Was the rap. Toronto Raptors game. The shots. The the, yeah, it was a Toronto Raptors game. How many shots? Bullets the shots. Have left? Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they were down by like, basically they needed they needed like three threes in a row with like forty seconds left, and the Raptors, if they hit three threes in a row and the Raptors hit like only twos, they would come back and tie the game. And he hit like, yeah, that double clutch three. The fadeaway three out of bounds, and then the one with all the and then like another pull up three as well. Wasn't the one with all the double pumps? Yeah, those are good. No, mine. I uh, I had two written down. I was trying to think of if we're only going to do three, what my third one would be. Um, I like the Toronto game, the Kyrie video. Um, all of his commercials were a lot of fun. Like all Kobe, oh, yeah. all Kobe all commercials were good. Um, I mean, I obviously like I didn't get Foxtel. I'd like the Denver Dunk, but I didn't get Foxtel, so I wasn't really able to watch NBA until two thousand and eight, so the year that he lost to the Celtics. Um, but 
I really enjoyed. So that's when I started watching him and his progression between 2008, where he won the MVP in 2008, but then he kind of like became like a different player come 2010 when he got to verse the Celtics again and beat them. Like the Orlando Magic year kind of felt like you're like, I wish that was the Celtics. And so then he got to play the Celtics in 2010. Um, I enjoyed that like kind of process to him getting to become that player that kind of figured out how to like, like, yeah, he was the MVP in 2008, but then he kind of figured out how to use that whole Laker team come 2010. Um, so I just enjoyed that. And then my number one, I actually, it's kind of like wrong, but like one of my favorite Kobe memories is when he did his Achilles and then like getting up, shooting the free throws, walking back to the bench. I feel like when I think of Kobe, that's like the epitome of him. Like he just like pushed through everything, shot the free throws. And then like that was in the midst of him, like playing like 42 minutes a game, trying to get that team that was meant to be kind of a yeah. bit better than what it was. Um, but yeah, that was like one of the craziest stretches of basketball watching. And you kind of felt bad for him because he was just like getting the shit beaten out of him, that whole Warriors game. And even the games leading up to that. And you just like, because he hurt his like, he like came down on someone's foot a little bit before that. Yeah, he hurt his, yeah, like he hurt his ankle, then he hurt his knee. Yeah. <clears throat> then he hurt his like ankle again. Yeah. And he just kind of kept on getting up, kept on playing. That's probably my favorite. That's one of my favorite Kobe games. Um, and it certainly wasn't like one of his best games or anything like that, but he was just like tough and he just pushed through things. So yeah, we are 30 minutes in. So we should uh, move on to the rest of the thing. But uh, yeah, felt weird doing a po- podcast. We were meant to do the podcast yesterday, but moved to today. And I was like, oh shit, two years. We should probably talk about Kobe a little bit. So Yeah. Um, it, is, it is weird how he has so many like non like non basketball like strictly basketball like cool moments. Yeah, well, I love his um jersey retirement. Well, speech. it's just like like yeah, like he's just either it's like funny sound bites or like faces or just like crazy shit that he says. Yeah, like the soft to Dwight when Dwight moved to Houston. Yeah, 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 and they get in a fight. Yeah. That was a fun or game. When Matt Barnes like fake like threw oh. truck fakes around the ball in his face, he didn't even flinch. He has a lot yeah. of G it's moments. Just like a bunch of random moments. I don't know if anyone <laughs> has more G moments than Kobe. Like the Jimmy Kimmel interview with like Nick oh, Young when and Nick Young and everyone was celebrating, and then he Jimmy's <laughs> <laughs> like trying not to laugh. <laughs> He's like. Would they that have happened if you <laughs> Kobe just like looks at him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my like, funny. That's good. All right, so the run the the run show for today. So we threw the Kobe stuff in there. We've, we talked talked a little bit of Canberra and everything. We're gonna do Ben Simmons trades. We're gonna do uh, what else are we doing? Oh, the All NBA teams, and then we're gonna do some NRL chat at the end. Oh, and we might talk a little bit of Lakers. Let's start with the Laker thing. Hey, let's we don't have to. 24 and 24. Poetic. Yeah, I saw that coming yeah, in from the that. West. That's the only that's the only reason they're they losing. did it. That's the only reason they're playing this way. <laughs> so they could be 24 and 24. Didn't the beginning like before uh, the season started we're on the podcast and Tim was really talking up how he thought Westbrook was, you know, was going to really work in the system, was going to be good. And you and I were like, mm, it is Westbrook, yeah. you know, he's playing with LeBron. Yeah. Not a great shooter at this point in his I'm career. I'm sorry, is the, se- is the season over? 
No, this, this is the thing. So I've been making some uh, notes on the Lakers, and I think the biggest thing is they've really played the majority of the season without Anthony Davis. So mm. it's 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 silly how much like disrespect has gone their way about how poorly they've been playing, which they have been playing really poorly, like really bad. Tim can agree with that. <laughs> Why are you looking at? No, Why are you looking at? Say anything. Say that. Um, but no, they've played really, really bad. And, uh, you know, if it, if it wasn't for the way LeBron's playing year 19, uh, just still <laughs> ridiculous on the offensive end, not on the defensive mm, end. Yeah, His defense is, like, atrocious. His defense in that Brooklyn game was, like, so bad. Like, he... What are you talking about? Here we go. What are you... You didn't. You, you forgot the back-to-back steals oh, on fast-break dunk, oh. and then I mean, out, that's of the timeout, nice, but... out of the time, out of the timeout with a block. <clears throat> no, so no, that's the thing. He can have these little moments, but there's also these moments like at the end of the first quarter, he with like a minute to go, he was guarding Lamarcus Aldridge, and Lamarcus Aldridge was set up on the the baseline three-point three-point line, and the ball gets kicked out to him. Lamarcus Aldridge might be the slowest player in the NBA at this point. Like just there may not be anyone slower. And Lamarcus and LeBron got beat on the closeout to Lamarcus Aldridge. Aldridge beat him baseline. And then LeBron just like stood and watched. He does a lot of the standing and watching. And then Lamarcus Aldridge misses the shot. But then because LeBron just stands and watches, someone has to go out to Lamarcus. There's obviously like an overlap. I don't know if you call it an overlap, but there's an overlap on the on the boards. And then there's more offensive rebounds. Yeah, there's more offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. And then um, the Brooklyn Nets, they got the the off, the offensive tip in. And then the following possession straight after that, LeBron is sitting in the split line, except like he's so high in the split line that like the player that he was guarding, I'm trying to remember who he was guarding, but they were like lower than him, but on the three-point line still. Yeah. So he's just like... And he's, he's standing just, real high. And he's up. just standing there. And then like player gets beat and he doesn't even like shift from that split line to actually play help defense. He was just standing there. And then like they go through his player almost gets the offensive rebound. It was so lucky. It was like this long rebound. It goes into the LeBron's hands and he like throws it ahead and they get a dunk. But there was like a few times in that Brooklyn game where I was just like, LeBron does not care about defense. Called, I think he's just called, old. He needs to conserve energy. Called he's in year nineteen. Yeah. No, I know that. I know he, he doesn't have the motor season. <laughs> No, I know, and that's like <clears throat> that's the thing. LeBron's still playing at a standard where you're like, on any given night, he may be the guy you want. Yeah. But if he has to do the amount of work he's currently had to do in the playoffs, then I don't know if that's like a recipe for them winning. It'll be interesting to see him in the playoffs with that team. But Anthony Davis, I mean, he came in. He obviously got some some silly fouls. He had some silly foul troubles. But that game against Brooklyn, he, like, his defensive presence was very much noticed. He's blocking shots. He's doing all that sort of stuff as well. So he had like like three blocks in the first quarter. Yeah. He was, you kind of watched it and you're like, oh, yeah, like, they've actually been missing this guy who's like (laughs) ridiculously good. I think more because they traded away. Like I told, I told you guys, don't don't forget the start 
the start of the season, when we had the podcast at the start of the season, what did I tell you guys? I told you guys that they should not have let Alex Caruso go. You did. Just while we talk about going and you, back. And you, and you guys just shit on Caruso all day, every no, day. I got to balance out and now, the hype you put and on. And now him. look. And now look. He's like le- legitimate. I always said this and like oh. Max. Max more than you, but Max always just like dismissed it. And now like analytically, he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA. Yeah. Like you're calling him and, the best six man are, in basketball as well. Stuff like that. Him and him and Lonzo, him and Lonzo are like the two best perimeter defenders in the NBA statistically or in the top three or four. And he's just like, whenever he plays, the balls are just way better. He always has like a positive plus minus. Um, and I told you, I told you guys that that was like the biggest, the biggest mistake they made was not signing Alex Caruso. And you guys were like, oh, it's not that, it's not that bad. So you're saying like, you no, wouldn't not prefer be THT over uh, Caruso? <laughs> no, I would never, <laughs> ever have taken THT over Alex Caruso. He's not good. You want to talk about bad defense? THT is like his feet are stuck in stone. See this? Defense. Well, this is the issue with the Lakers. And wait, just going back to I told you guys on that first podcast. I went back and listened to our first our preseason podcast. I'm going to say we all had some great takes, and we all had some takes that haven't happened. So, um, <laughs> but um, I do you think this is the Lakers team that goes past the trade deadline? It should. Uh, yeah. Because I don't think they can trade for anyone. That's, That's the thing. The thing. I don't, I don't, I don't no know. No one's going to want their players. That's the only problem. Like unless the war, uh, they can't, the they can't for tra- Westbrook trade happens. Yeah. I don't even know if you. Yeah, but that's that, even though. worse. Yeah. That's even worse. He hasn't even played. Yeah, but he, he can no, shoot. He hasn't. And there's moments where the Westbrook thing looks like it kind of works, but he's just. There, there's moments where he doesn't, like he just doesn't make the dumbest decision that you can make in a moment. Like well, there's just there's some moments where where he's like dribbling down the court. And so like you can see it. You can like see you know it. He's gonna pull up for a terrible like, shot. He's no, it's not even the pulling up. The pulling up's fine. Like whatever. Pull up for as many shots as you want. But it's the like we'll pick up his dribble and then like try and force a shot over like a defender contested or he'll like go a hundred miles to the to the rack and then like brick it off the backboard. He seems like he kind of or, or just or just like it flies out of his hands, like out of bounds. He kind of seems like he's made and up his like, mind what he wants to do before. Oh, hundred percent. He's a player that you're like he's decided he's going to the rack. He's a player that's decided he's going to pull up at the elbow before. He doesn't like yeah. it. Doesn't look like he reacts what the defense gives him. And it does. And it doesn't like because he used to be so good. Or not like the best, but like you couldn't leave him open. Um. On, in the mid range, like he would kill, like he would kill. Yeah. His pull up game was like, nice. Him open in the mid-range. Like he would, he would like kill the Lakers all the time because they would always give him that space. He would just like drill, like shot after shot after shot. And now he can't even. I don't even understand. Like it hits the shot clock. I don't understand yeah, I, how it can I hit the shot. I saw the clock. one that hit the top. I wonder whether it's like a because analytically basketball changed kind of in the in the middle of that because like he was. Lethal from the mid range, and you—he was so hard to guard because, like, if you sagged off him, 
he would pull up for that mid-range shot and it was like cash. Like you were pretty sure it was going in every time. And then if you played too close to him, he was so athletic, he could get still get around you. And he's still that kind of athletic, explosive player. But he... I just wonder if like you... <coughs> You turned me off, not oh, yourself. Not <laughs> uh, I just wonder if, um, like, in the process of him being like, oh, analytically, I got to shoot more threes. I don't think his the way he shoots <clears throat> the ball has ever been friendly as a three-point shooter. And I think he just, like, went away from what he was good at. And now he's kind of stuck in this, doesn't know quite what he wants to do. Because you look at when he catches the ball, it's like... Yeah, but I just... It just makes no sense how you can go from being able to drill like shot after shot after shot to now you're just bricking, like just bricking so badly. Just uh, like it makes absolutely no sense. I guess it's probably a mental, mental like, thing. Like all, all he yeah. has to do, all, all he has to do is like if he can hit that mid-range shot at like 45%, like that's it. Like that's, that's literally all he has to do. Yeah, but he and then that changes every that changes everything. And he's just uh, the. I don't really know what the Lakers. I've been trying to decide what the Lakers like best lineup is. And I I genuinely, I think I think it's I don't even know if it has Westbrook in it. Mm. I think it's LeBron and I think it's Anthony Davis, Avery Bradley, probably your boy Reeves. And, what about Malik Monk? And then it oh I t- actually I told you I told you that too. Oh shut up. Actually it's Malik, Malik, it's actually, Malik Monk. It's actually, has to it's, be. it's actually not Reeves. It's it's Malik it's Monk. It's Malik Monk in the two, yeah. No, it's not. Oh Malik my Monk. god. Malik Monk's been good lately. He's been good. Oh no no no. He's he's good, but it it like against certain people. Cause he can't his his like defensive awareness is is crazy. So bad, like they'll like they'll come off like a like a pin down or like a curl screen, and it'd be so obvious that either you you're gonna have to switch, like you have to switch because the defender got caught up in the screen, and like you'll be defending the person who set the screen, and if he doesn't switch, it's gonna be an open layup, and he just won't, he just doesn't switch, like he doesn't even notice it, he'll just stand there and doesn't even like come over to help. The issue is. Where like Austin Reeves is actually like a good defender. Yeah, I think Austin Reeves is kind of in a place where he doesn't have a choice but to play good defensively. Like I think like Monk is kind of just like he just seems like the sort of player that's like I'm I'm expending all my energy. I can score. I don't need need to provide the defensive end to get minutes. I still like Carmelo Anthony. If if Malik Monk is if Malik Monk is on then he's like part of the best five. But if he's not having a good shooting game, he's just that's, like, don't even play him. That's fair enough. How like do you feel can't, about Carmelo? He can't do anything else. I don't like Carmelo. He can't defend. He can't defend it. But no, that's the thing. He can no defend in the can, post. Just mm. he like, cause he's a big body. I'm not saying he's, he can, a, he I'm not saying he's a good defender in the post, yeah. but he's a big body. But and the like, issue, muscles the up, issue is, is like, you're not, so slow. you're not putting him on the center and no. basketball's so spread out now that the rare occasions where he gets matched up in the post, like I don't think it really, like it doesn't equate to like it actually being. I think, like the Lakers, the Lakers' defensive scheme 
was never really like switch heavy. Yeah. Like even like last season when they were good defensively, they were never really like switch heavy schemes. And I think for the start of this season, they were kind of playing like that as well. And then like AD goes out and they'll be playing like, you know, if someone comes off the screen and they wouldn't want to switch. And the person, like the big man, the quote unquote big man would be like Carmelo. Yeah. And like, he will have to guard like John Moran coming off the screen and they're not switching. So he's like in no man's land and he can't jump high enough to block. He can't move fast enough to like cover him. <laughs> he can't like move quick enough out to like close out the jump shot. And so it was just like shit, like so bad. And then I think it was the second half of the Miami game, like two nights ago or something, three nights ago. And they were losing. They're like down 20. And then they started switching there. And that's what, that's what they did in the Brooklyn game as well. They would just switch like everything and play, play more, play more like Warriors defense, like switch and then scrap and then just like scrap, like ro- rotate around to defenders. I mean, rotate around to open shooters. And that's what they have, like that. I think that's what they have to do without AD, like playing, because they just can't. They can't. They don't have like Caruso or Kuzma. They don't have size anymore. Oh, how much does it hurt watching Kuzma like this that. season? <laughs> he is so much better than I thought he was. Yeah. I did not think Kuzma would be what he is now. Nah. Well, every time, every time LeBron was out for like a a couple games True. he would like pop off yeah it's just like he never really had that like constant rhythm I feel like he's like a rhythm player that's fair enough well if he doesn't get the constant opportunity he doesn't really like he's produce. been he's been the Wizards like legitimate best player this season thanks <laughs> uh, so where <laughs> shit um Where are you you at? Yeah, he's been the Wizards' best player and Caruso has been like the most important glue guy in the Bulls. And they're both both, like just popping off. You know what's crazy is like... And I think collectively, I think... (laughs) What's Kuzma's contract? I'm going to look up Kuzma's contract right now. Okay, while you're looking that up, I'm going to say the the irony is is like you traded all those guys for Russell Westbrook. (laughs) The Wizards would not trade you just Kyle Kuzma for Westbrook. Nah. Now. Like, you would not. So, so Kuzma's contract. I think him and Caruso have the same contract, like, pretty much the same now. Um, yeah. So, Kuzma's contract is three years, 40 mil. So, it's like 13.9 mil a year or something. Oh, oh 13.3 mil a year. Um Caruso's contract is four years, 37. <clears throat> so, like, less than 10 mil. Yeah, nine mil, yeah. Yeah, like nine mil a year. More than that, actually, but yeah. That's, that's, 20, that's 22 million combined for both of them. <laughs> and Westbrook's the that's highest half, player on the that's Lakers. Half, that's, half Russell Westbrook, that's half Russell Westbrook's contract. You would be... An infinitely better team if you just had those two instead of Westbrook. How much is Westbrook? Isn't he like forty four or something like that? Something ridiculous. Yeah, he paid like more 44. than eighty and LeBron. 
Oh, if we had if we had Caruso and Kyle Kuzma this season, we would be that's like an easy I want to give it extra four or five games. You need a little bit more what? size though as well, like even if you have those. That is, Kuzma Kuzma's you know, I know I know Kuzma's big, but I'm saying I'd like He's to a see a great rebounder too. I'd like to see one more big guy like in the rotation along with Kuzma. But so no, but I'm just saying, what like, was the those actual two alone, trade? I think it would be like four, four or five wins. What was the actual trade to Easy to the Wizards five. for Westbrook? Oh. It was Kuz, oh. Harrell. It was Kuz, it was Kuz, Montrez, um, and KCP. Oh. Tim's favorite oh. KCP. If you just didn't make that trade, it's unbelievable how much better the Lakers would be right now. Yeah, well, surely, trade, surely you miss trades? KCP right now. Yeah, I do, and I, I don't, I don't like him as a player. Imagine Jeez, you're pretty harsh bad. when he played for the Lakers. Our defense has to be. Imagine how bad our defense has to be for me to want to watch KCP every game. Uh, let's finish up the Lakers stuff, but I guess where, uh, what do you have the the likelihood of the Lakers making it out of the West and potentially winning? A making it out of the West. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like getting to the playoffs. No, I getting, getting, like the getting to the finals. Oh, like how much hope oh. do you have right now? Every is it, wait, 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 wait. First, let me turn, let me turn the light on. Oh, oh that got bright. Wait, so everyone, everyone healthy? Yeah, sure. But but taking into account that like a year nineteen LeBron, yeah, another half of the season, got to get through a play like multiple playoff series. Year nineteen, like, like, how, like how confident do you feel okay. right now? But no, just tell me if AD and LeBron are healthy going into the playoffs. Yeah, that, sure. Just like I they, just, don't have, just, they don't have any. In, marks, they don't have any injuries. There's they don't have any. Injuries. Everyone's got injuries going into the playoffs, baby. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, they're healthy. They're there. They're playing. Oh, then like a coin flip. They can beat anyone in the playoffs. 50 50. Fair enough. They they can beat beat anyone in the the West. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. but I don't think it's a coin flip as to whether the Lakers can beat Phoenix. I think Phoenix is. People forget. People forget that the Lakers were beating Phoenix. Oh, without like Anthony Davis went down. Yeah, but I think this Phoenix team Phoenix is, is better. better now. I think it's better again, and I think the Lakers mm. team is probably worse. You thought they'd be worse this year. Yeah, but that I did. That was that was also like with an injured KCP and an injured Caruso as well. That's fair enough. In that and 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 an injured LeBron, like LeBron wasn't even hundred percent in that series, and AD was just roasting them. And Chris Paul's always so, a question mark whether I don't, he's going to stay healthy come playoff time. He does seem to break down by the end of the season. I don't know. The look like a playoff series is totally different. Like the way, the way like LeBron would run an offense in the playoffs, and the way Anthony Davis would play defense in the playoffs and like contest every shot. Like not going to care about like getting injured. Like LeBron's not going to care about wasting energy. Like they're going to be on all the rotations and like LeBron will just be like oh I'm gonna set a pick and get a switch and just like go at this one person every single time it's fair enough but like he 
they don't really do that in the play, in the regular season. I personally don't think they have enough outside of LeBron and Davis, but but if there's two people that you would want to have as your big two, that's obviously that that's the same thing people said when they won the championship. That's fair enough. I'm even less that yeah. The team was better when they won the championship. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's no there's the no other thing is that there's that. no depth to this Lakers team. Yeah. Like there's zero depth. Like at this point, like if Carmelo Anthony got injured, you'd actually be in a bit of trouble. Yeah. Maybe DeAndre hey, Jordan man, starts playing. playing. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. If there's a if there's a health if there's a healthy LeBron, healthy Anthony Davis, and they can play like thirty eight minutes a night in the playoffs. <laughs> is there such thing as a healthy Anthony Davis? <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's there's a lot of I Don't. think there's a lot of ifs. I I would say, yeah. I love your attitude. Never say never. And also, man. like, and he's always no, but all, about, all the other teams, on the Lakers. yeah. <laughs> all the other, all the other Western Conference teams aren't like super solid. Like they aren't like on lock. I think I think Phoenix. Are I very think Phoenix solid. and the Warriors, and we'll see what Utah's like. Yeah, when but there aren't like comes Utah back. potentially. Yeah. Yeah, the worry. Yeah, the worry. But they're not like unbeatable. It's, no, it's yeah, Thompson, it's the Lakers Thompson, could beat he, any He's not team, Clay Thompson. Yeah. Like he's not Clay Thompson yet. No, he's he's looking better though. He like, looked again. good. He looked good in that Dallas game. And I and mean, that's Draymond. Good... Draymond's like always up and down in terms of injuries now. That's fair enough. I. And, I mean, we can. And they have a lot of, and they have a lot of players that don't, that have never really played serious playoff minutes yeah that's fair enough we can do the Warriors thing if we want like I in terms of depth they're definitely the I think they're the deepest team in the NBA oh yeah yeah Yeah. they're they're super deep I'm very surprised by them this year I don't know like I'm not I know you're not I said this I know you said this and I knew I was gonna I always thought about the Warriors what I always thought about the Warriors compared to like their regular season and playoff is like in the regular season, you go up against teams that you play like three teams a week, and they're not—they're not going to be keyed in on like every single De- like every single slip screen, every single backdoor cut, every single like Steph like given like given go like moving around the court. They're not—they're not always going to be keyed in. Whereas in the playoffs, it's like all that easy stuff that might just happen. Like Jordan Poole might just get an open jumper because like two people weren't with Steph or Andrew Wiggins just gets like an open layup because players just aren't keyed in because it's like the third game in a week. Like that kind of doesn't happen as much in the playoffs. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think the thing that's going... And then... And, well, th- yeah. And then, and then and then like teams can just make Draymond, you got to shoot. Like <laughs> he's, Jordan he's, Poole, actually shooting, shoot. he's actually <laughs> shooting the ball better this season. But um, I think the thing that the Warriors have had this year that they haven't had for a while is um, like Bielitz is there. He's really just crafty with the ball. Iggy's back. He's crafty with the ball. Like they've got a lot of playmakers again. And yeah. back when they were playing at their best, they had the Livingstons. Obviously, Iguodala's not the same Iguodala, but still Iggy. And they've just got these guys. Otto Porter's but been really good for them, like on the defensive end and shooting the ball. Also, it's like they haven't really had any real injury. Like this season. Nah, but then, well, they haven't. But that's, but that's, that's also a trend. Forgotten like, about the fact that Clay 
has just been out of the lineup for two years. Yeah, but Clay, he doesn't back. count. Like, but it does count because now he's yeah, there. Yeah, but he doesn't count. Their, their team hasn't been yeah, like, not, rocked by an injury. But they're not better or worse. They're not better or worse the without ages. Right. They haven't had their second most important player for like a solid yeah, three but, weeks now. But like it's easy. I don't. I feel like it's easy to get to like you get to like twenty five wins, like twenty five and five or whatever they were, twenty five and eight, and then you start getting injuries, and you're like, oh. But you already have all that momentum. That's fair enough. I I mean, I'm like, not saying that they're no, my pick to... No... I think the Suns right now are the... Mm, when it actually comes yeah. to playoff time. But yeah, I, but like they... Like Chris Paul? Yeah, there's a, there's a bit can... of a question on them. Chill. But in saying that, if Clay continues <laughs> to... Clay, every single game, Clay's looking better good, and better. Yeah. He looked really good in that Dallas game. And if he, if he gets back to... 80% of clay then this is like a that's pretty big but the the team that I actually like the most to win the championship right now is the heat no <laughs> I'm they're good <laughs> I think they're really good no they're good but nope Milwaukee will beat them I'd put the Suns of Milwaukee ahead of them at the moment for me it goes Suns and Heat, and then Warriors and Milwaukee are the next two under them. Like, you got, I don't know, like, I just think, like, when it gets to the playoffs, like, everything just changes. Like, like I don't know, yeah. is, is Jordan Poole mm. and, um, like, uh, all their players, what's the, what's the Toscano? Like, are they going to be making all of those plays in the playoffs when it's like yeah, high but, leverage? But I think when they go down to like a, and then, and then, a seven or eight men, like, I think the thing that they have is you have Steph. If Clay gets back to being Clay, you have Draymond. You have the guys that you trust, like Iguodala. Um, I actually kind of trust Bielitsa and, and guys like that. And I even then after that, like, like if one of those guys is mm. playing at a high level, then you have all you really need is like one or two role players to really step up. You have Wiggins who could step up. Kevin Looney can step on up in like a defensive manner. Um, Gary Payton the second he can step on the defensive manner. Um, even guys like like Lee can pop off. Like they have like a lot of guys where it's like oh like if this guy's on like we have those two players. Like you can find two out of the five or six players that it's their night tonight. And then they can just roll with those starters. That's what I think. That's like that for me, if I'm like, Oh, what's, what's the blueprint to the warriors being the team that makes it out of the West or win or wins the championship. Cause they're probably one of those four or five teams that could do it. That's like the blueprint for them is that it's like, well, we've got the two shooters in Steph and clay. We have Draymond who's playing at a, a high level again. And then, after that, we just have a whole bunch of players to pick from. We got scorers, we got playmakers. Like I didn't even mention Jordan Poole just then. So there's like all these different guys that can bring a lot to the table, kind of whatever they need as well. They can match you in size. Like yeah. Wise, Wiseman's not back yet. Like there's like a and I really I, yeah, but um, like but like they weren't. People always say that, but they they played worse with Wiseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not super. Like there's a reason they benched. Him, no, no, no they I'm, can't. They can't play. Like you can't play Steph in that style of system because that takes away that takes away like the whole space creation. Like if you have Wiseman there, 
Yeah, yeah, but they, they just have multiple different bodies to go to for different matchups. Oh yeah, they're, they're obviously like they're obviously one of the top teams. I'm just saying. I think they might be the most versatile team in the. I don't know. I feel, I, I feel like a lot of people always look at like the regulars, like even even in the heyday Warriors, like you when they were like really really good and they were all in their prime. They get into the playoffs and then all of a sudden, like shit's just harder. Like yeah, that's yeah. not getting that's not getting that's not getting easy threes. They're not getting defensive breakdowns. Like you know, they they go three one down to the Thunder. They go they lose against the Cavs, but they won seventy three games in the season. It's like why does that happen? Because in the playoffs, never leave Steph Curry. Don't ever leave him. When he gives the ball away, like never, ever, ever leave him, never, ever leave Clay, and like in the playoffs that actually happens. So you don't get like ah oh, back break, like offensive rebound, step open in the corner. Oh shit, that sucks. Yeah, and I then think... on like, and then on the east, in the eastern side, I just think like, I don't know, Giannis. I, <laughs> Giannis is different now. He's a big boy. <laughs> Like I don't think I don't think Miami's I don't think Miami's like stopping him this time, especially with Drew Holiday. It's just that's fair enough. I don't know the Drew Holiday thing's a big. It's big. He's and like Middleton. Like I feel like all of them just have like no pressure on them anymore. Mm. They're like chill. They just play more free. That's fair enough. I, the, I just think this Miami but, Heat team is just like. First, they're just like a bunch of dogs. They are, and, P, and PJ and P, eat culture, eat culture, baby, and like PJ Tucker, <laughs> PJ Tucker has been like ridiculously good. Do, I think we did. We have a conversation about like who's better out of PJ Tucker and um, Caruso. No, and um, your mate. What? Hi, mate. Yeah, Max's mate. Um, longer hair, Crowder. Jay I didn't want to call him what Tim calls oh. him because we can't do that on here. But um, I mean, you can't. Um, no. But I, definitely PJ Tucker. Yeah, PJ Tucker. Yeah, PJ Tucker. He's he's been great. He's even like playmaking a little bit for for Miami. And um, no, I know Jimmy Butler's on that. Me and Tim were talking today. Like, is Jimmy Butler a sneaky sports bet for MVP? <laughs> you know what he's paying right now. So I put money on him when he was paying $17 before the season started. Mm. What was he paying for you, Tim? Roughly 17 as 46, well? 46. 46. 46. Yeah. Damn. A week a week before you put the bet on, he was 46. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so yeah, Tim got him at 46. But I now he's 101. He's $101 right now in the heat of first in the East. Mm. So uh, we're doing a little life, life tips later on, but if you want to get on a cheeky bet... <laughs> $101 for Jimmy Butler, first team in the East. I don't mm. know. There's definitely a... The, <laughs> Could be well. I reckon that goes down... Best, best player and the best team. I reckon that's going to go down to like $12 in the next two weeks. If they keep playing. If they so, keep winning. If they yeah. will. All righty. Well, that was a lot of Lakers slash turned into other stuff. Let's go on to uh, Ben Simmons trades <clears throat> real quick. I have a list of trades that have... Uh, that have happened. Oh, oh been no, sorry. Offered. Trades have yeah. been offered and different teams rejected, rejected them yeah. and stuff. Oh, going back to the Warriors real quick. 
Jonathan Kaminga is so good. I knew you were about to say I like a player, and I was like, I bet he's going to say Kaminga. I, I rate Kaminga so highly. He is so good. He's yeah, he's he's looking really good. I like him. Like. He's an, he's an athlete. He's, he's so athletic he, athlete. and so big. <laughs> an and he hustles athlete. and stuff. Like That dunk he had, was it yesterday? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's so good. Let's just, let, you, know, you know what I think about what I think of when I look at, like, all the players the Warriors have right now? Is that somehow, like, Kevin Durant, like, Kevin Durant was the biggest like boost to the Warriors, present and future. Like him moving there, just changed everything for them. They had a pretty good like. I don't know even, even after he left, but that's like just... he, he gives them he gives them two championships. Yeah, but he gives them two championships, and then when he leaves, I think they, they trade win at least they sign and trade him. him. Yeah, but no, they but still I mean, have like, their systems they, and the way they I mean, draft like, for what and they stuff. have now. Yeah. No, 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 I mean like all the players that they have The now. players like they've because got. Because okay. of Kevin Durant. Fair enough. Like it's not just they that the, he they gave got them the picks, championship. Yeah. But then like he didn't, yeah, he didn't leave just like in free agency. He did a sign and trade so they could get D'Angelo. Did From they? Brooklyn. That's how he actually got. The, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They, got, they got D'Angelo from Brooklyn. And then they traded D'Angelo. Wiggins and picks, which is just been which is how they got incredible Kaminga. trade at this point. Mm. I remember when that trade happened. I was like, "Oh, do you actually want to get Wiggins instead of D'Lo?" Now it's definitely that's a definite yes. And so, like, they went from they went from losing three one up to getting Kevin Durant, winning two chips, and then getting like two top fourteen picks and Andrew Wiggins. They do seem to run a good organization, though. Yeah. It it can't all just. They're obviously it's not all just, they're one of those organizations that it takes can some luck to be a good organization, yeah. but I think that they draft well. They obviously have like a good culture. Like someone like Iggy comes back to it, like wants to be back, and as soon as he comes, yeah, back, yeah. Like, it looks like Iggy's yeah. done, and then all of a sudden he's back and he's. No, yeah, it's just it's just the how it's like thinking about like oh shit like they won they went to four straight finals or five straight finals, and then they end up with the number two pick in the draft. Mm, and yeah. the number 14 pick in the draft. Oh, yeah. And Andrew Wiggins. I mean, they, they obviously got fortunate with in- Steph's injuries have come all at opp- oh, like very amazing times. Very amazing yeah. times. Gets injured when, yeah, they, when and there's his no, injury, cha- his no injury, chance of winning a championship. Yeah. His in injury that, like, like, caused him to sign that small contract that got them Kevin Durant, yeah. essentially. But they've also had amazing, to like, work through Steph being out for a season, Clay being out for two seasons. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty impressive. It's a pretty impressive. Organ- You'd have to say they're the best organization in the NBA right now, outside of maybe the Heat. I think you'd just say they're the best, in my opinion. Like they're starting to feel like almost like the. Oh, actually, we'll get to that later. But I was going to say the, like the Melbourne Storm of the NBA. But I think I have some opinions about Melbourne Storm. Anyway, let's move on so to the Ben Simmons trades. Uh. Just before the season started, uh, the Sixers offered the Warriors Ben Simmons. And in return, they wanted Wiggins, Wiseman, the number seven pick, which was ended up being Jonathan Kaminga, and the number 14 pick, which ended up being Moses Moody, and draft picks in the 2021 uh, draft plus two future, future first rounders. 
Warriors obviously rejected that. Yeah. Smart move by the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> would you, would you say, say it again. So it was Kaminga. Was it Kaminga Wiggins? Wait, you sent it. You sent it to us, right? So it was Wiggins, Wiseman, yeah, the number seven Perfect. pick and the 14 pick, which ended up being yeah. Kaminga and Moody. Whether that's, a lot. that's whether yeah. the Sixers trade for them. Yeah. Plus two future first picks rounds. in the 20. Plus, a, I think it was a second round pick. And two future first rounders. That's like a lot. I mean, yeah, that's definitely smart. That's definitely smart move by the Warriors. Although, like, if if yeah, if they swap, like, if if they got rid of Draymond in the trade instead of like See, Wiseman, Wiseman, yeah. then I would say something. You wait. You'd rather it's, it's just you can't have you. You can't have Ben Simmons and Draymond on the no, same team. No, I understand that, kind of but I actually I think shoot. at this point, I would rather I would rather Ben Simmons than Draymond Green. Obviously, That's- you wouldn't. No, but no, no, no. Oh in, my! In a, no, no, sorry. <laughs> if I'm 29 other NBA teams, I think I do. But just solely, dude, Draymond Green is like a legitimate, like pushing for an All NBA team. Like he's played so well this season, and he. He amplifies. He amplifies what Steph Curry does. He amplifies what. Steph yeah, but Curry Ben Simmons does. could do that as well. Ben Simmons, I feel like, can do and the same also, thing. And ben Simmons is a better. Ben Simmons probably a better passer. No, but I don't. He's a. I don't. I don't think the way Ben Simmons moves, the way he plays, I don't think it. I. I I think the Warriors go, I think we're better for the next two. I think we're better for the next year or two. Like we're really trying to win a championship with Draymond. And also, well, they like don't have that, to work through and chemistry and things like that, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And also, just mm. the fact that I think the attitude that Draymond Green brings to a basketball court in comparison to Ben Simmons is oh, like this is the thing. It's not just it's not just oh, who dribbles the ball better, who yeah. who's more athletic. Like it's what this person brings. I mean, to Draymond's gonna be way better team. for a winning culture in a I, locker room. I just than, think you. I just don't think at this point you would. Make that trade. Who do you want your? Who do you want around like your young guys? Like obviously Draymond. Yeah, like. I, I think Draymond in in almost every sense is better for that organization. It's a good point. Than Ben Simmons, but it, if you're the Houston Rockets, you're not going to go. No. You're not going to go. Oh, I'd rather have Draymond. No, obviously, ben yeah. You've got to build your own culture, like and unless you look not, at all the like young you can't, players. Imagine Ben Simmons was like he was he what like he finished second, but he was. Like the he best should have been the best player defensive player last in the, year in the NBA. But he I think was Dr- the best defensive player. But in the Dr- NBA. That was that was he's six ten the- and he's just been, imagine imagine like Steph Curry is the perfect like player to have with Ben like Steph Trey like Devin Book like any guard who can just light it up and is explosive and like on the perimeter would be the best like. Imagine every every like little like screen PNR handoff backdoor cut bounce pass fast break like play involving Steph and Draymond, but you just switch out Draymond Green for Ben Simmons, and all of a sudden like instead of instead of like Draymond Green being the person with the ball that like you double off him and you give him like a lane, it's Ben Simmons and he just dunks it on everyone. Or it's like in Draymond Green bringing up the court. It's Ben Simmons. He just like mm. goes all the way and dunks it. Like, I think I, I, I don't think that Ben Simmons couldn't do what Draymond Green does. 
I think, the, and I think he would be better in that role. I think the once, Warriors once are like worse he gets used to playing the staff. Like. I think the I personally think the Warriors are worse with Ben Simmons instead of Draymond. He's, I'm torn. I think he's a better. I don't know. He's a better defender. He's a better. He's a better defender. He's a better passer. Yeah, and he's way more athletic. And like, who's a better passer? Like you couldn't. Ben Simmons. Like, it, I don't think. That's, I think he is. No, I don't think that's. Oh. I, I, I don't even I, no. I think that's completely. I think it's like one A one B, and well, he gives you the other things. Then and you like, also I'm, have like I actually think he, like chemistry. He's a better rebounder. No, I how many, agree. How many teams in the league have a chemistry like Steph Clay and? No, that's why I'm saying like it's, I'm torn because chemistry and locker room is obviously no. Like, yeah, super the, chem, the chemistry thing is the chemistry thing is like a legitimate thing, but but like let's not like I don't know. Just let's. Also, also like, just just reading that imagine, trade again, just because you, you said swap Wiseman for Draymond, I don't think trading Wiggins, Draymond, Kaminga, and Moses Moody for just Ben Simmons, I would never do that trade if I was the Warriors. No, yeah, no, it but wouldn't, it, it wouldn't it. help them. I don't think it would help them in their future. Like obviously, they trading two picks. Like I don't think it helps them future. I wouldn't do that trade. I was just talking about like. If the trade centered around like maybe if it was Draymond, Draymond Kaminga, and a pick, Draymond Kaminga and Moses Moody, I would do that. For them. I just think, yeah, but this honestly, it might not even that. be twenty nine teams. I think I would rather have Draymond Green at in my organization than Ben Simmons because I think. I mean, I think Draymond ben makes. A better I think Draymond makes your team. Defense better. He makes like that team better. I don't know. I'd rather have. I think it also I'd can depend on the organization. Like if if you're like Ben Simmons and you go to an organization, like even potentially like the Warriors, and they're just not going to put up with any of your bullshit. And like when you get there, you're going to be told how it is. Like I would almost guarantee the Warriors just would like if they if well, like if I could see them like, not wanting Ben if Simmons. Philly was the like, way he is, oh, we'll yeah. trade you Ben Simmons straight up for Draymond. I think the Warriors say no. Yeah, they may be like we don't we have like a no dickhead policy or whatever. Like, all all I can think about when people talk about that is like, imagine Ben Simmons setting a pick for Steph, and then the defense having to come out on Steph Curry. No, I understand. And then that, he but... passes it to Ben Simmons, and he's playing and his and he's playing four and three, and it's an open le- like the only the only reason he couldn't do like all like he couldn't just go to the rack and dunk it's all the time because. The Sixers had Tobias Harris and Embiid on the court. Like, that's not that's not an ideal match for Ben Simmons either. Like having Tobias and Embiid out yeah. there who can't really shoot threes at a high clip. Whereas, like, if it was Steph and Clay, like, dude, that he'd just be one on one, like one on one with like head down to the ring. Like, he's six <laughs> ten. He's huge. I I I'm sticking. It's I, interesting. Sticking I think it's very interesting. But yeah. Anyways, I'll move on to the next trade. Uh, Detroit. That was a good trade. Offered uh, the Sixers Jeremy Grant, Sadie Bay, Kelly Olynyk, and a first rounder for Ben Simmons. The Sixers rejected that yeah. earlier in the season. That was you one, one of the better offers I think the Sixers were going to get. Do you think the Sixers should have taken that? I would. No, I wouldn't. I, have, I, I wouldn't have taken. I that. think I no. I wouldn't be like yeah, but I think that's definitely like I feel like one of the better offers they're gonna get. 
yeah at this point and i don't even know if philly are planning on just never trading or if they just feel like they need a megastar they want like megastar for a megastar or megastar for just a shit ton of picks like i just don't think that's enough because essentially you're getting like say well i don't i don't even think the picks make i don't even think the picks make sense because the picks aren't going to help them win a championship like kaminga isn't going to help them win a championship this year the Warriors? Or? No, he's talking about the Sixers. No, like the Sixers. Like yeah. if they got Kaminga. Because they still have they want, they want to use Joel not, in his like Kaminga, Yeah, Kaminga and Wiseman aren't helping them win a championship yeah. this year. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It just, yeah. Like the only reason they would get picked is if, if it was like to flip it for like another player. They probably just want Megastar for Megastar. Like, yeah, you just want to wanna, punish you ben get as Simmons many assets. Badly, you want to like, get as many assets as you possibly can. Yeah. As well. So like the Kings. The Kings trade, if that was actually offered, I don't know if it was actually offered. What? Yeah. So, so like, what was the Kings trade again? That, so that's on. definitely the best one. I'll get. Well, did you see today? Apparently, the Hawks and oh yeah, the Hawks and Philly have been in talks, and this is what the the trade is centered around. So they don't have full details, but apparently the Hawks receive, and this hasn't been rejected yet either way. But the Hawks receive Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. Your guy, Max. And Great fantasy what? player. Great fantasy player. So Hawks receive Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris, and the Sixers receive John Collins, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Danilo Gallinari. Yeah. Why would the Hawks do that? That would that's uh, that has to be the best offer they've had so far, and those are players the- that can help like you win now. Nah, that. I, the Hawks should. Why? Do why it. would they I give up? Yeah, no. The why Hawks would they give up? Do it. Uh, Bogey, Bogey, and John Collins. Well, apparently John Collins just isn't happy, right? Really? Yeah, he wants to leave. Do you know why? He doesn't like the ball being in Trey Young's hands so much. Fair enough. I don't. It'd be interesting how like Trey Young and Simmons goes. Is John Collins really like a guy that That would be like the ball and let him score? Yes. Yeah. He's pretty talented. No, not really. No, not you can't really just give him the ball and let him. Score. Like he's got to like, like, like post that game, but like you he's can't gotta just be in like... his spot. He's got to be in his spot. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, like, a like one... what he did against Philly, where he's just like hitting hitting shots like in the in the post and stuff. Yeah. Oh no, you you need someone setting post. him up. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I if if they somehow found a way to keep like Bogdanovich, then maybe Bogdanovich but, like, came back from injury today. He played really well. Then he then they're taking Tobias Harris like thirty eight million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's not. So and then what was the Sacramento one that was also being looked at? So that was it was also the Sacramento Simmons one was and Tobias like, Harris. I couldn't yeah, find it. I tried but to it Google. included either either like a mix of, I think it was some mix of it was Halliburton, 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 Heald, and um, um and Harrison Harrison Barnes. I think for money. Yes, and Which and maybe like a, a pick. So if you're Philly, and then or or, or was De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, I think they subbed out Halliburton for De'Aaron instead Fox. of Hall- instead of Halliburton. Well, you'd rather Halliburton, right? Uh, if I was the Sixers, probably De'Aaron Fox. Uh, like right now know. to I'm, win, like right now, I'd probably rather Halliburton. But either way, like let's I think just Halliburton say, fits with Joel and B. Let's just say the Halliburton. It's Halliburton because that's the one that was up. Would you rather receive Collins, Bogdanovich, and Gallinari for Simmons and Tobias or Halliburton, uh, Heald, and, and um, Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes. 
I'd rather the Kings. Mm. I don't know. The Hawks one's nice because you can kind of get rid of Tobias Harris and his massive contract. No, they lose Tobias but both times. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. Then I'll probably go with the Kings then if they can get rid of that massive contract. Because you you're taking on um, Harrison Barnes's contract. And I yeah. believe he has one year less than Tobias. So like they're similar price range, but he's one year less. I I think the Sacramento one's better. I think Halliburton's really good. I think you get a shooter and Buddy Healed, which is like they kind of need that two guard. And then hmm. I think. Oh yeah. So this was this is this is the trade that apparently was rejected, but no one really knows. Like it was Halliburton, Halliburton Healed, Harrison Barnes, and two first round picks. Who rejected it? Apparently, Philly rejected it. Two first round picks. Or they weren't interested in it. That's insanity. But like, if that if they if that was true and they rejected like Halliburton, Halliburton Healed and two first round picks and Harrison Barnes, which which would make their team better. Like that would make their team better. That would be any any trade. Any trade would make their team better than it is now because he's not playing. That trade makes them like. (laughs) Like, you a- you don't have Ben Simmons playing, so you essentially get let's say you get healed and Halliburton mm-hmm. for someone that's not playing, and then you get Harrison Barnes, who he might be better than Tobias Harris. Yeah, like would, would you rather like Harrison Barnes or Tobias Harris? No, I don't. I don't know. If yeah, I was not a if huge I was guy. Philly, I would just want Harrison Barnes can hit threes better. He can, he can shoot threes just better. Give me Harrison and Barnes, and he's a better defender. Yeah. So and he's won a chip. This man's won a chip. The Black Falcon. He's a championship player. I think that that trade suits so that would make their team better, better like than you, the Hawks trade. They have so much. They have so much spacing with that, and like yeah. with Seth they're Curry long there, and athletic. Yeah, Seth, Seth Curry and Buddy Heald. And then you got like a legitimate point guard. Mm. And you got. You got some scoring options, and then you've got Two a solid. As, I as think well, yeah. a solid wing forward who can also defend. I, I, I actually think. I actually think they're just going to wait, like, until the last minute to see if. I don't know, like Washington, like Bradley Beal's asked out of Washington. Yeah, that's well. That's what everyone's saying. Or, or like, or maybe maybe because Dame's injured. They just yeah. like maybe they can get Dame. At this point, like getting Halliburton healed and Barnes, and two first round picks. Yeah, fuck Lillard looks. Hall- Halliburton, that offer would de- that offer definitely better than like I would say. I don't know, Dame, an injured Dame, or like just Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal is an interesting one. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they want though. Like, what do they? What kind of offer do they want? <laughs> I feel like they want to like they want a mega star, like a Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard type player, like superstar. Here's the sne- it's just it's the, funny. There's a sneaky one, or they make us, they say, make Ben Simmons suffer. What? What's the sneaky? One? I think the sneaky one's Jalen Brown. Because I think it's time to trade. You need to like need Boston. To split, Boston split the boys up. Boston needs to yeah. do something because they're they're not going anywhere. You think that makes them better? No. You think that makes Boston better? I don't think so, but I think you. Make... So it makes them better defensively. 
Which is funny because Jalen Brown Jaylen was Brown's a good, a good def- defender. No, he was. Yeah. Now he doesn't play any defense. Yeah. I think. Um, well, you have to trade more. They'd have than to get ben more. Simmons. They'd have to get more than Ben Simmons. Yeah. So what if it's yeah. like they'd have to give like Tyrese Maxey like Batiste. Oh no, that was the Sacramento trade that they rejected. It had Matisse Thibel in it as well. That's why they rejected it. Yeah. I mean I just like it's funny cuz they tried trading him all I think tried trading him all summer before the previous season. Like they tried trading him for James Harden instead of going to Brooklyn. Yeah. And then and then they shit talk him, like after the Atlanta series. But then they want to trade him like he's like a top fifteen player. <laughs> but they like they never really treated him like he was a top fifteen player. Anyway. Yeah. Just going back to that second. It's just weird because like they. Yeah. It's just like they didn't think that he was like a top fifteen player, but now they want to trade him for one. It's like. Yeah. Uh, but that Sacramento Kings trade, when you throw Matisse Thibel in there, the only reason they reject that is because they just don't want to lose Matisse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's like a... Like he, I don't, I, Matisse I think, might be the best defensive I think player they, in the league. If they actually rejected that, I think it's just because they want to wait until the last, like the absolute last moment to see if like, can they get a Bradley Beal trade if they start going like shit? Can they get a Dame Lillard trade if he finally like, okay, fine, I'll just leave. You don't think Matisse changes that? Like you don't, you don't think about that more if you're Philly? Well, I think if it was only Matisse, they would be like, okay, well, we'll give you this person instead of Matisse. That's fair and the Kings would be like, Okay. What if they threw in? Okay. What if they threw Maxi in there? Yeah, I would. I would take that trade without. I would just take that trade. (laughs) It's better. It's better than what they have now. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Like it's. It's so confusing because it's like, Embiid's playing really well, and then they're playing really well. But but do they want to win? How many? Because they can't win without. They can't win with Ben Simmons. On the roster, how many without playing? Yeah, how many? Se- how many like prime Embiid seasons are you going to waste? Mm-hmm. Which is why it's so weird. Like if they do go past the trade deadline, but they're just wasting the season because they're not going to win this season without Ben Simmons or replacement or a trade. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. And. So that's why I think like they surely just have to be waiting until the last moment. Because I, like, what if he doesn't play next year? Then what happens? Oh yeah, exactly. That's well. They yeah, they're talking as if oh we're happy to sit him out this whole season. That just seems like a I don't know. Feels like it. Like just an ego thing. I don't know. Well, that's what some really people help. think. Is it them just yeah. like being stubborn? Is it like them being greedy and seeing if they can get? Yeah, like a top 15 player is them just being like, we'll sit and wait and you can suffer or whatever. We're just going to try and get the best player we can. My my other Jalen Brown trade is like a Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal. 
with like some other stuff mixed in there. Mm. Like Bradley Beal and Tatum, like kind of known to be nah, friends and stuff. I feel like Bradley Beal and Tatum is almost worse than Jalen Brown. No, nah, I don't think it is because the difference is, is um, I've thought about this. Tatum and Brown are two players that like a lot of the work they get done is still like they just score better than you defend them. So as in like mm. they don't really blow by you. They're, so they're not like kind of like getting into like the teeth of the defense and stuff and actually like creating like it doesn't, opportunities yeah. for others. It's just like they're able to score in an isolation scenario over the top of people and they're both kind of similar. Like Brown kind of gets into his like baseline mid-range area. Tatum's doing it from the three-point line a little bit more. But um, whereas like Bradley Beal, like he's someone that can like, he has that like burst of speed, like he can kind of get into the lane. I think he kind of like creates a little bit more like defensive player movement, like mm, forces yeah. collapses more than what necessarily Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum do. He's not just beating his man one-on-one, even though the defender's playing like really good defense. Yeah, but it's, but it's over, overall though. Over them. Like, yeah. okay. Overall though, like Bradley Beal isn't, Bradley Beal isn't a better defender than Jalen Brown. Yeah, but they don't play defense anyway, so I don't think it matters. Yeah, but it's like I think he changes the way they play offense. I think I think the the, the strategy of the modern day the strategy of the modern day game is like you have either like an elite shooting guard or you have like athletic wing players. And they have two like six eight, six nine athletic wing scorers. Well, I think the strategy They just need a point. They just need a point guard. I think the strategy for the game today, if you're looking at all the really good teams, is multiple playmakers. Because, like, Dallas is kind of getting a little bit of a run now. They're fifth in the West. They've got, like, Brunson's, like, come along. Like, every team has, like, multiple playmakers. Boston currently has zero playmakers. Like, they have, have like, two scores. They have legitimately zero. Yeah, that's what I mean. They just need need a point guard. Yeah, I just, I, I just think Bradley Beal brings you like a, a level of playmaking. And then there's so many point guards. I think if you can kind of have Tatum as like your scorer and then you've got um, you've got Bradley Beal as like a playmaking scorer and then if you can just get yourself that point guard. Facilitator. Then you're... I mean, they should be able like to like squeeze team. under... I feel like they should be able to squeeze under the cap. The only people on big money is Tatum and Brown. Yeah. So, like, if they can get rid of, like, Dennis Schroeder's, like, six mil, I think. If they can get rid of, like, him, he's on one year. Marcus Smart has, like, a little bit of money. But they could probably trade in, like, Al Horford. I just think they're a gross team to like, watch. If they, <laughs> if they can get rid of, like, those players, all of a sudden, now they may be, like, a free agent. They can get like another free agent or something like that. Maybe. Or sign and trade. But at the moment, it's just kind of like, can we make tough shots and win that way? It's just like, can we shoot? Can we make shots over the top of other people? And if we can, we win. If we don't, we lose. Mm-hmm. There's no real like, it's like pretty good yeah, to watch. Yeah, they don't really like All righty. Come to LA, Ben Simmons. Simmons <laughs> Westbrook? Hey, Simmons for Westbrook. Simmons for Westbrook. So th- people say that all the time, but first of all, no. But secondly, it's like 
Westbrook and Embiid don't get along. There's no yeah, way. But there's no way Embiid goes like because Embiid's gonna have a say in who gets traded there. There's I no way he fine. goes with Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, you'd just rather get Halliburton. But oh, I'm not saying if I was Westbrook. the Sixers, I would want Westbrook. I definitely wouldn't. But I don't think like yeah, like they don't like each other. And like, what if? Like, I feel like they'll get over it. What if the only? Time. What if the only trade on the table at like 11:59 p.m. Trade deadline eve or trade deadline day, 11.59 p.m. The only trade, the trade on the table left is Simmons-Westbrook. If you're, if you're the Sixers, do you I take don't, it? I don't take no, it. I don't you take don't it. take it and you just let him go and you have you just cap wait, space. You just wait for the offseason. Yeah. And then try you don't take again. that trade and then be stuck with $44 million no, or whatever yeah, you don't, Westbrook. You don't season. take the Westbrook deal. So you just so you just sit on Simmons. Yeah. yeah. And Simmons. then you have cap space. They don't have cap space. What are you talking about? No, but if if like Simmons, let, no no no, you, if is, you hold on to Simmons, if you hold like on to Simmons, no, if you hold on to Simmons, you're, ne- you're, you you got to trade him in the off season. Yeah, okay. I'm waiting till the off season. I'm not yeah. taking on Westbrook. So you're sacrificing you're sacrificing a prime a prime Embiid season. Yes, <laughs> I would wow. in I would in order to not have Westbrook. It's contract. not disrespectful. You just want you just don't want Westbrook on your team, and you want Simmons on your team. Alrighty, let's move on to. But Simmons isn't playing. Yeah, but you don't want Westbrook for forty-four million. <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah, uh, let's do all NBA teams. It's gonna be a long party. We're an hour and a half in. Um, did you guys come up with your own all NBA teams? Or do you mean just I thought give mine? I you can give. I've thought like of some players and positions. Yeah. Um, Have you come up with a team, Tim? I figured I was just giving mine. But I mean. Yeah, you can just give yours. It'll be quicker. Yeah, let's just. I'll just give mine. I'll start it first because it gets like a little bit more fun the further down you go. Uh, I had Jamarin. You're obviously going to have some outrageous, outrageous picks in there. <laughs> we'll just get to it. I well, don't, let's just I don't hear think it so. First. I've thought about it a lot. I've you have Jamarant. Jamarant, Steph Curry, Durant, Giannis, and Jokic in my first team. Is that fair enough? Yeah. Jamarant, Steph Curry. Durant, Durant, Giannis, Giannis and Jokic. This is like that, mid. That this front is court, man. This is mid-season. This isn't who I think it's going to be by the end of the season. This is right now because obviously Durant's about to miss some time, which then I think opens up a spot for LeBron. Um, if Durant is is out for a while, which he's meant to be, right? Yeah, he's meant to be out for like six to eight weeks. Yeah, so that that obviously opens up if LeBron keeps playing the way he is. That's my first team. I can go to my second team. That'll give you an idea of... Yeah, go. Yeah, go to the second team. So my second team, I had uh, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron, DeMar, and Embiid. I was about to say no DeMar, but then you put him in there. Okay, good. You put... Um, wait, 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 wait. You put... You put Donovan Mitchell... And Chris Paul on the team ahead of Devin Booker. Yeah, so this is the thing. I actually was also looking at Jimmy this. as well. Like, I was looking at that. Like I, Devin Booker is the best player on the Suns. Yeah, I know. I realized just as I was reading that, I was like, oh, I should probably, probably have. Would you have Chris Paul or Donovan Mitchell? Uh, I mean, 
just the way like the all NBA teams are like supposed to be, I would have Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, well, so that's the thing with the Chris Paul because he's he's like fourteen and ten, but I think he's worth way more than fourteen and ten. Mm. Yeah, but Chris Paul's like fifth on the MVP ladder right now. By the way, he's high. Yeah, sorry, he's like fifth or sixth. Devin yeah, Booker's but he's not even the best player on his own team. Oh, well, Devin Booker's like eleventh or twelfth on the MVP ladder. Yeah, I know because everyone's like, "Oh, Chris Paul like, Chris- does all this stuff." If Devin Booker wasn't on the team, Chris Paul would probably tear a hamstring in like three weeks. See, I don't agree with that because everywhere Chris Paul's gone, the team's been really good. He goes to Oklahoma, he makes the team way better than what it's meant to be. I think he just does. I think he just makes teams way better. And Phoenix. Oh, he does. But Devin Booker's a better player. I don't know if Devin Booker is a better You can't player. have Chris Paul on a team. You can't have Chris Paul on the second team. With Donovan Mitchell on the second team, when Devin Booker is playing better or better and playing better than both of them, and the Suns are above the, the Jazz. That's fair enough. I'm going to change it to. Like, just swap out, like, you just swap out, like, Devin Booker and, like, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I'd probably do that. That'd make more sense. But I realized I just forgot D Book because I wrote down some players, like, oh, shit, I forgot this person. Right at the end. And so I was going to mix and match a little bit. So I might move. Because I'm actually going to take Donovan Mitchell out of the third team as well. So, I'll, okay. So Chris Paul, Devin Booker, LeBron, DeMar, Embiid for the third team. Is that fine? Sure. Yeah. And then that my, makes sense. And then my third team. Yeah, I'm going to just take Donovan Mitchell out. He's missed heaps of time anyway. Uh, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Luca, Jimmy Butler, and Gobert. Wait, did you say Trey Young? Yeah. Okay, good. Trey Young, Zach Levine, Luca, Jimmy Butler, and Gobert. I can give you my fourth team. I made a fourth team if you want. So no, then, no, even though. That's Jamal. That's Jamal. <laughs> No, but then that gives you. Like, go fourth, I want to see who. But then Luca, that gives you an idea of like who's missing. Yeah, exactly. So it's more like my, Luca be. It's like my honorable yeah. mentions teams. So I had. Okay, go on. I had. Uh, I had Harden, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Draymond, and Carl Anthony Towns. You put Luca on your third team. Yeah, I don't think Luca should be on the third team. I don't think Luca deserves any team. And team. I have him in fantasy. Dallas is fifth. Yeah. Yeah, but like for un- until he came back, like until he came back from his recent injury, there was a stat going around that they were like they were doing differential the, wise. They were better without exactly him, yeah. the same or better without. They were better without. Yeah, him, but then actually. you watch and you like they, they were playing. Like well they only really him. they only really took off after he got back from his injury. So who would you have there instead of? Luka? And he missed a bunch of time as well. So, so who like, would you have oh, instead I know. of? Luka? Wait, who was on that fourth, <laughs> team, the fourth team again? Tatum, I know how much Tatum, time he's missed. I haven't. Tatum, Draymond, and Towns. <laughs> um, maybe Cat, Cat or Cat or Tatum for me. Just so we're clear, I listened to a mid-season uh, All NBA thing, and they all had Draymond in their third team. That's fine. It's fine, man. <laughs> I just that looked is, at it. That is fine. Everyone, everyone loves Draymond. Even though he can't do anything without death, whatever. 
I I would lean. See, the reason why I okay, so I originally had Cat in over Luca, but I also like the idea of my All NBA teams being actual teams, teams that could not play. Just, okay. So then I look at I'm like a oh, Cat and Go Bear, which I guess you could probably do. The Cat kind of shift to the four. He's very fun. much. He's very much a perimeter player. I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would rather have. Like I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell probably deserves that spot more than Luca. Well, I don't think I can put Donovan into a four. It's because the Jazz, the Jazz, the Jazz are num- the Jazz are number two, or number three. I don't think I can put Donovan into a. F- Unless I move Zach Levine to a forward. He's kind of been a forward this year. Well, that's the thing. Like, the position's like, I don't know. Who are the guards? Trey Zach Levine. Trey and Zach Levine. Yeah, you could maybe move him to the three. Zach Zach would play. Like, Zach and DeMar DeRozan would play three and two. Like, it's the same position almost. Yeah. That team still makes sense to me. Except then, in my head, Luca was like a semi-power forward. Because (laughs) I I had Trey, Zach, Jimmy, Luca, Gobert. Yeah, it you could still and Luca's a and Luca's a point guard. He comes under the forward side as well, but he has the ball in his hands. So does LeBron. Comes fucking center. <laughs> <laughs> point center. Is he the best center in the league? Certainly not defensively, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know after that Brooklyn game. Show, show me another segment that gets three fast break steals. Or and two then, fast break steals. Do you want to hear my... It's not my fifth team, but it's my... These guys you might be looking <laughs> really? at. No, it's like <laughs> these guys that like... They're not there, but depending on, on the depending on how things go the second half of the season, they're the guys I'm looking at. Okay, sure. I had Drew Holiday. <laughs> uh, Drew Holiday, Darius Garland. Oh. Uh, Paul George, if he comes back from that injury, because he started off the season pretty well. Uh, Anthony Davis and Jarrett Allen. Couple Cavs in there. Well, they've been good. This they year. have been good. What about Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy was in the third. Jimmy's team. in my third team. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought he could have made a push for second. Trey, Same in your third team. Yeah, my third team was uh, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Luca, Jimmy Butler, and Gobert. Small ball. Oh, okay. I didn't hear Jimmy. We could always take Luca out, put Zach Levine in, and then put Donovan Mitchell in. Yeah, I, I just don't think Luca's. They haven't. Been, they're not even good. Like he played shit for the first like half of the season. Yeah, he's been good. He's been really good the last three weeks. I've watched a fair few Dallas games. Yeah. Do you want to know who's actually playing pretty well? Is so like that first, like the unicorn. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. No, he has been. I mean, they got crushed. Except when he kicks balls so. into the, the stands. Yeah, that was stands. pretty funny. No, he's playing a little bit better. He's got a little bit of a bounce to his step. Looking a little bit more like the back in Madison Square Garden days. Pussing God. Yeah, he's he's actually looked all right. How many, how, how many teams in the West do you think could actually win the championship? Like legitimately actually win the championship. Three. Three, yeah. Do you want to go? Oh. I go Suns. Suns, Utah. Warriors. Oh, no. I'll go four, actually. I'll go four. And probably while... I actually um, don't see Utah. I'm going to say the fourth 
So what, your Suns, Warriors, Suns, Warriors, Lakers, and if the Lakers, Lakers yeah. but it can't be this Lakers team. It has to. It, it's you have LeBron, you have AD, and there's just so, I don't know. Something has to change a little bit. But when your two best players are LeBron and AD, I think you're, and the trade deadline hasn't come up yet. I think there's still a. I'm gonna throw Utah in as well. Yeah, yeah. See, I just don't. I just don't think Utah. Like, I, I don't think Utah has it. Yeah, I think yeah, Joey. Never, ever. I think like Utah, their, their window is like two years ago. You're just a Utah hater, man, okay? Not you, him. He hates Utah. Like Joe Ingles. I don't think Joe Ingles <laughs> has it. No, they just always choke. I don't think Joe Ingles has they, it They always anymore. fall short. Conley's like another year older. They, like when they when they blew they that 20-point lead, or 25-point lead. But, but Rubio's on the Cavs now. No, I'm and saying back then. Injured. Like I'm saying, That's what I'm, I'm saying. I think, that, I think their window there. was like, like if, a two-year ago thing. Back when they had Rubio... And when uh, um, Joe Ingles was just shutting down All Stars in the playoffs, like it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Paul George, who's been shot right. down by everyone. Yeah, but that's just he got shot down by Jamal Murray. George. Like rattled. Yeah, shot down by Ghost in the Nuggets series. <laughs> anyway, do you want um, to move? So was on? was my was my first? So was my my All NBA teams that outrageous? No, no, I don't think so at all. No, no. I was, I, I was, while you I was worried that Draymond was going to be so many... like the second team or something. Oh no! What did you say, Sam? I realized while you, while you were going through them, there's actually so many injuries. Like there's so no, many injuries no that it kind of makes yeah. it a little, kind of makes it a little easier. Pick. No. Well, like who's missing? Like Lillard's like a big. Well, a Clay's big been out missing. for like two years. Dame. Obviously. Like you don't have like you obviously don't have Dame. KD's probably not going to be in there. Yeah, he's in my first team right now. Yeah, like James Harden, like because he's just been weird. He's he's very much knocking and on the like door of that third team at the moment. He's playing and been injured. Like even ben Jimmy, Simmons like even Jimmy was injured playing, for a while. Obviously. If he's playing, he's Ben Simmons not playing. Like AD being injured the whole time. Still yeah. made his team. I think a- I think AD. AD and Dame are the two, like, oh, they've been injured. But um, Kyrie being Kyrie. That's fair enough. I don't know. It's a weird, I don't know. It's a weird season. There's so yeah. many injuries. I mean, the last three seasons have been weird seasons. I think it's the weird's the new normal, right? I don't know. The last season wasn't that. The last season was pretty normal. It was the most normal. For a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, but this one's definitely, this one's definitely had the most like. But then the playoffs got weird with all play the injuries. Suns would have won anyway. Yeah, there was a lot of injuries in those playoffs. <laughs> Do we even, don't that, don't talk. Suns, oh, it was a joke, man. Don't buy it. Just leave. No, it. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying the Suns. <laughs> I'm saying the Suns to me are almost like Utah, where it's like. Yeah, you're really good, and you win like a bunch of games. But for Chris some reason, the finals, like for okay? some reason, Chris Paul was injured. Like you just, in you the just finals. like don't. Mate, they're, don't up to, have, they're up to it. They're, they're up to it. They're up to it. Okay, it's like, it's like you, like Isaac, like you just said yourself, like you don't see, you don't see it with Utah. Like they could win yeah. sixty games, and you'd be like, yeah, cool. Like I don't, you're not going to win. Well, the I Suns feel like the like Suns could so definitely close win. To that feeling for me. No, I'm saying they're really close to that feeling for me. If that they if they heart. don't win if if they don't win this year, 
next year I'm going to be like, yeah, like they can win like 70 games. I don't think they're going to win. I'm more comfortable with the Suns right now, but I think the Warriors have a bigger upside. And then I think the Heat and Bucks have bigger upsides than the Suns. Yeah. They're just like kind of like... I just don't... I just don't think like DeAndre DeAndre Ayton can't like DeAndre Ayton, Javel McGee, Bismack Biyombo. They cannot guard Embiid or Giannis or AD if they're like a healthy AD. But like yeah. Giannis dropped fifty on them. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um, do we have any more NBA stuff? I think that's enough. Who, yeah. Come to, like, come to LA, Ben Simmons. Hey? He wants Ben Simmons to go to LA. They come to LA, Ben Simmons. <laughs> um, do we want to do NRL? Yeah. I mean, may as well, I feel like. Nah, <laughs> no, we can skip NRL. No, he doesn't want to talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> so, uh, NRL, what do I have here? How are we feeling about our teams going into this upcoming season? Quite optimistic. Broncos fan, obviously. Um, but no, I feel good. When you get... Adam Reynolds and Kurt Capel coming to the club and just another year of ex- experience behind your young players. Mm-hmm. And Benny Eichen as a CEO, you know, starting towards the end of last season. Benny Eichen's doing Does, a great can only go up. Like, yeah. I'm quite confident about this upcoming season. Yeah. Like, very quietly confident. Quite, yeah, like I definitely think like top eight is the goal. Not that not that I think like, oh, we're making top eight, but it's definitely the goal. so... If we're healthy, I am so sure we make the top eight. Like, I think we realistically <laughs> could finish between like six to ten. What is this guy laughing at? Because he's 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 a fool. Are you a Raiders? This is the guy that thought Ben Brendan Smith wasn't even that good, and then like three weeks later has to change his tune because he's like the most sought after player no, in our I'm like just prove he plays for the Storm, so he's not that good. Bro, he was proving yeah, it on the proof- field. Nah, he was playing with Cam Smith. He oh was playing my with, god! Well, Cam Smith was retired. Like a loaded time. Storm team, prove like prove it when you're not playing with them. You're, and he did his carries and his effort and his defense and stuff speak for themselves. Like anyway, you know continue. who didn't? You know who didn't prove it? You know who didn't prove it? Cameron Munster. He had a bad. He season. had a bad season. Yeah, but he looks fit. Have you seen? He well, yeah, he's shredded. When you keep getting getting in trouble in the off season, you know. Well, he had a kid. Apparently, he's... Videos of you dancing on glass tables, <laughs> snorting angel dust. Well, know. apparently having a kid's oh, kind of his perspective on things. Fair enough. I just, I just can't wait for like all the Bronco fan optimism. Like, Are you optimistic right now about the Cowboys? I, bro, you thought you were like I Cowboys like 100% making I top like eight last season. They, they were, they were uh, sixth place before they got injured. They were not going to finish anyway, top eight. They were never finishing top eight. I like it. I liken you guys. I liken you guys to like, would be Knicks fans. It would be I, Lakers I like, fans. I feel like Knicks fans. <laughs> no one's no, more no, optimistic than a Lakers fan. The Lake, Lakers no, think they'll the get Lakers everyone. Are you, think they'll they'll you, you thinking the Lakers are a coin flip away from winning a championship? <laughs> no, a coin most... flip to beat any team in the playoffs. <laughs> it was. I think that's what he the meant. Lakers. The Lakers. Have, no, but the Lakers have been good for the past like three teams. Three years, sorry. Just continue. But then they were like, they were shit. But I, no, I was saying the Nick, I was saying Nick fans because every year, like every year for the past, like I don't know how long has it been since you guys won a championship, like twenty. <laughs> every every year since 
you guys won the premiership in 2006. Yeah, yeah, 16 years. 2006. Yeah, 2006 was the last time we won a premiership. Oh, you're talking about the Broncos? Yeah. I thought it was talking about the Knicks. I was yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Like no, it's been like 40 years. So, no, that was going to be 40 years. years. Like 40, 50 years. Every year since you won the premiership. We should have won. the. I, in my mind, actually, maintain that we won. Every, the, we should have won the 2015. Like, in my mind, it's like, it's a <laughs> spiritual win. Every I'm every year that. since, like, every year since Lockie, every year since Lockie retired, it's kind of like, ah, oh, no, this is, this is our year. This is oh, we're going to be good this year. I mean, we're, we're the Broncos, of course. We're like ex- every, people expect us to win every, every single no, but like every single year, you guys enter the season with like this like crazy optimism. Well, we were really, and then good. it's just like we boom. we only started getting like right. quote unquote bad or not good in like eighteen nineteen. Yeah, like, we made like top we've, four. We've only been really bad for like three years. We made top four, um, yeah. like Wayne Bennett's last season then we made top eight barely with Seabold's first season and got flogged by Parramatta in the final game in the top eight and yeah, that's we, when we really like competitive we, we made we top four within, with with Bennett's last game within, <laughs> he's he thinks like after 2015 like we just started going downhill but like yeah just like no, just we, like the Nick, we came just within like the a, for the past a, a Corey Oates <laughs> coming in off his line like in the dying seconds of a game away yeah. from winning a grand final like we've yeah. We we were and that wasn't that Lockie. That was years after Lockie. We've we, the last three years have been tough. But. Yeah, like the Tim like treated like after twenty fifteen. So like Tim. we suck. Is no, it was two years of Seabold, and then last year. No, Kevy, I don't treat I'm it. I don't treat it like you guys suck. I treat mm-hmm. it. I treat it like the way Broncos fans talk and like the preseason like just optimism and fanfare. Where you're like, oh no, we're Oh, we got it this year. Like, we're going to definitely win no. it. Or we're going to be great. For the last then, 10 years, no like, one's like, slowly, we're going to be no, great. It's slowly, it kind of slowly chipped away. So, it's like 2015 happened. And it's like, that That was like the first like chip where you guys were like, oh, wow, that actually happened. And then like 2016 happened when, you know, like Thurston behind the back, Michael Morgan, Sam Thide fell into the ground. Like, that happens. That's like another chip. You're like, oh, or maybe... Maybe we're not. Maybe we're just not meant to win it. And then, like twenty seventeen, you get a little worse. Then twenty eighteen, and then twenty nineteen. No, I'm saying you get a little worse. And then you get continue to get a little worse. And then twenty twenty happens. Yeah, but in the end, only like boom. In the end, the NRL is like it's not like a seven game series or anything like that. Like if you're finishing (laughs) top four, and then now, and then now you work. And then now you're working your way back up. And now you're like, ah, Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds skeleton and he was the second best halfback in the Kurt league Cable. What's your point? Um, yeah, playing <laughs> people playing get, the Rabbitohs. Bro. People get excited fans get excited about the Broncos. They're the Broncos. Of course that's gonna happen. And I don't think every Broncos fan is like, oh, this year's our year for the past three years, or yeah, we're making top eight this year. Of course there's some people that are always gonna think that. No, not yeah, that's what I was saying. Not for the past three years, because you guys have been just, you know. Better than you last I think being optimistic about your team and then in a three-year period, they finish like grand final win, top four, top four, top eight. Like that's not that's not mm. anything wrong to be... And finishing the season much stronger last year as well. Yeah, last year was a much better season. Like especially in that back, back I mean, You don't win, you don't win. Like top four, top five, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, it doesn't matter. You don't win. The Cowboys have one <laughs> premiership their entire existence. Yeah, they're only they're only twenty. What is it, like ninety? Like twenty five years. We've won like you guys. 
Didn't Broncos we, are like four since they've come into the league. Didn't we look at an infographic anyway, of like matter. the top 20 teams in Rugby League Australia with like their win percentages? Yeah, Cowboys. didn't Didn't see the Cowboys there at all, no. It's, like the, Raptors. it's like the Raptors. No, quite. Like um, the Raptors were like a newest team in the 90s. They only have one, prim- uh, one championship. So this upcoming season... It is actually like the Raptors. This the upcoming North? season... Wow. Like that. There you go. <laughs> this upcoming season... What are you? What are you? How are you feeling about the Cowboys, Tim? Give I want a Cowboys prediction of where they're going to finish. I'm feeling great. Oh, he's so you're feeling full great. Shit. Why? What? what no, why he's exactly. Not. Are you feeling great? He's going to be a Canberra fan in like four months. Because I think if I think if first of all, obviously, all predictions are based on health. Yeah, go for it. So here, right? this like I guess has if to you're stay, listening to this, everyone um, has to stay healthy. This is a hopeful. This is. If you're a Cowboys fan, what's the what's the hope you're holding on to? If you're a Cowboys fan but you don't stay up to date with what's happening, I would advise you to n- take this with a like a s- tablespoon of salt a- as to how he thinks the team's going to go. So continue, Tim. Imagining everyone's healthy. We're going to have a breakout year. <laughs> I think we're going to have a breakout year. <laughs> but like, but why? Or like, like Hammer. Well, I think we have a bunch of young players on the team, like. Young back who last season they just like through the injuries and stuff they just got like thrown onto the field and I watched a game where I feel like we had hmm. like six players under the age of like twenty one. Seen the seen that happen before with a team, you know, bunch of injuries, just young players think, getting thrown. I think out. we had like three deb. I think we had like three debutants in like one game in the forward back. And they just got crushed. Um, but I think this year like. All the young players get like another season better. I will just they say have their breakout seasons. Sorry, just to support, just to Hammer pause Star. you. No, just to pause you real quick. Val, Val Holmes, another season. Saying what happened to the Broncos mistake, when he was shitting on what was happening. Yeah, can I pause you real quick, Tim? <laughs> Val Holmes, <laughs> another season. No, you can't pause. <laughs> Val Holmes, you're just describing the Broncos like the NFL. two seasons ago. Um, Sorry, Tim, what did you say? Jason oh, Hamler like broke his broke his hand like twice, I think, last year. Was it? Todd oh, Payton really yeah, getting great as well. Oh, no, he broke both of his hands or something. It was ridiculous. Whatever. But this year, clean Cohen, has, Cohen has killing young it, players, you know. Young, a young player. He actually played pretty good back in the last year. Young players um, breaking out. I say, <laughs> I say top eight. No, you don't even believe that. Be honest. You don't actually believe that. Eighth. Be- eighth spot. If you like, I'm being serious. Like right now, if for like ten million dollars, if you actually had you want me to, to make a an, a guess, that, you can you bet? Thought, can you bet on where a team finishes in the prep? Like, can you bet if a team probably, finishes top eight? I I'll put a bet on it. They're going to be yet. bottom four at at I, best. I think they'll be bottom two. I haven't checked. <laughs> I haven't checked but top eight. <laughs> They're going to be bottom top two. Eight. Like I think. I think the thing. Like if you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> if you're a Cowboys fan, I think. Getting Chad Townsend brings a little bit of like, stability. Yeah, it brings a little bit of stability. It means drink water can kind of like it gives drink water a chance to just like kind of like do his own thing, which he he hasn't really had a chance to do. No. And then Tim's guy. And apparently the Cowboys have said that Hamiso has locked in that fullback spot. So you're not swapping between like Holmes, three different yeah. fullbacks. Val Holmes is playing center. So it sounds like you have a little bit more stability to your side than what you had last year. 
I think That's what I was saying. <laughs> so I think um <laughs> I think Lolo has to play front row though. Yeah, he can't play lock. But they I don't think the Cowboys have any like lock options. That's the only issue. So if I was the Gran- Cowboys Granville to lock. Granville plays every maybe. position. Maybe he can now. play every position. That's true. Granville? Oh, I, I do like myself. I'm surprised Amiso got Granville. the fullback role over, over Granville. Granville. <laughs> <laughs> he did play that. He did. He was good. He, he was, he was out in that fullback impressed game. me. He just doesn't have the stamina anymore. He can't play 90, uh, 80 minutes anymore. Yeah, I think he's like a perfect 14. I don't I don't know who your hooker will be. Cotter's, Cotter's good. Reese Robinson's good. I think Robson will probably get it. Robson's you. you but know, I, I don't really know where you fit in. Like, do you try to play Cotter or? That's his name, right, Cotter? I don't know. They could play. They could play Cotter at like thirteen if they really wanted. Maybe. If they really wanted to move Lolo. Actually, no. He could play thirteen. I think Lolo should be in the front row, though. Yeah, definitely. Just I to... think they played him. I think they played him thirteen when like they had front row injuries and Lolo played front row for like a couple games at the end. Yeah. That just makes you a little bit more dynamic. Could put Brennan Smith at the 13. Oh, wait. That's right. They <laughs> let him go. Never mind. That's funny. Um, I have... Oh, wait. That's right. You guys let Jonathan Thurston go. We did do that. That's the greatest player. Let, you're welcome. And everyone, you're welcome. We've let that. everyone go. Okay? Yeah. That's... Um, oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What do you guys think the Broncos will win the premiership next season? What? No. Yeah. <laughs> the premiership. Okay. No, no, no. I, I think we're. Do um, you think? Do you do you think the Cowboys will win the premiership next season? No, I think the Broncos would be closer. Oh, okay. So at the end of the next season, we're both going to be in the same boat. No, you're going to be bottom two, and we're going to be hopefully making top I eight. Think, I think we're going to be pushing for a premiership in the next three years. Yeah, and we're going to be. I feel like we'll finish top ten. The next oh. three years. How old? Just next year. With with a forty year old. How old is Adam Rose? With a 36-year-old Adam Reynolds? Bro, we're bleeding Ezra, man. Uh, I genuinely believe in the next three years we'll be pushing for a premiership spot. But I have my strengths and weaknesses for the Broncos going into next season. I have... I'll start with our weaknesses. I think our weakest point right now is our fullback. I just don't think... Like, yeah. we, we were not in a position... I think we're in a tricky position with our backs where you go... Like, I don't think you can just put... Cobo at fullback straight away. No. Like I think you kind of have to bleed, like kind of like just get some first grade experience under his belt. But then the issue is, is well, if he's your long term fullback, who's your part time fullback, and what does that mean for them in the whole scheme of things? Like, do you play like Tessie New, but then like does Tessie mm. then get a, a spot in our Backline, if Cobo gets moved at the back, and so I that that's my biggest issue is we have a whole. Well, if I go to the strengths, like I think we have a whole bunch of backs, so much depth in our wings and centers positions, and then we have a heap of depth at our six, and we'll just our halves in general, and then we also have a heap of depth in our front row. Yeah. So second row is a little bit like a little bit more questionable. Yeah. yeah but then. Who's your six? Our six, well... Ga- Albert, Kelly, so Tyson Gamble. Albert, um, Kelly, Tyson Gamble, Billy Walters. And then... Uh, Tamari Martin. Tamari Martin, maybe, yeah. And then um, 
Ty, uh, Roberts as well. Roberts is not playing six. Yeah, but the, I think the great thing... He's just there. I feel like he's just there to mentor. I think the good thing about this is like it's super competitive. Um, I've been saying for ages that I think Tyson Gamble should get the six purely on the back of his defense. He's a big body. Big yeah. body. He's much better defender than the rest of all the six options. And Wally Lewis... Uh, Wally Lewis? Um, <laughs> sorry, Kevy Walters came out today and said... Literally today, uh, came out and said that the six jersey will be... He said, we've got a lot of talented sixes in the end defense is what get, he's, get he's the best numbers. defender out and of them he's by far by he? far the best defender and the only reason you don't play him at the six is if they uh, i mean but we have kobe hetherington so like if but you want it, something a bit more dynamic at the locks but position, they might not play kobe hetherington at lock like they may go with patty Carrigan. i hope they don't i hope they don't i hope patty he plays Garrigan. front row for patty Carrigan. i'd like to see Paddy Caron be a part of the front row rotation. Yeah. But then we just have so many front rowers because then you have Fleg, Flegler, Paddy Carrigan, Ryan, Ryan James, James yeah. and Payne Haas. So yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like a good problem to have. There's just yeah. like a lot of depth. But I don't really know what they do with the fullback position. Well, yeah. Also, side note, like do you see Ice called Tyson Gable mutters? Like in the the most recent like oh, podcast. Yeah. I was like, he's not mutters. Like he's he's, he's in great shape. He's yeah. in great shape. Um, um, like with the fullback test, he's got the most experience by far, and that's not even that much. Yeah. But he doesn't feel like a fullback; he feels more like a center wing. I think Tessie. If I had to guess what our back line will be for round one, I would go Tessie fullback. Uh, probably Herbie and Stags in the centers. Yeah, and then Cobo on one wing, and, and then maybe like. Corey Oates. Corey or, yeah, Osako, potentially. But it's great because then we've got guys like Branko Lee, David Mead. Like, there's a lot of, like, experienced players just sitting there. Yeah. I can't like, wait. I can't wait for the drama. I can't wait for the turmoil. The other strength, <laughs> the, well, I, like... Lose a, couple, lose a couple games early. Oh, no. Oh, I don't... What? I'm not going to the Still season like, oh, yeah, everyone, we're going to win, like, three games in a row or anything. But, like... Everyone, everyone's done. No, I'm just saying this is this is my hope. I, these are the guarantees. These are, the guarantees are we've had a very young side that's had zero, like, has not had a lot of leadership experience, and now we've added hasn't Adam had a Reynolds. solid seven that they can rely on. To we, first of all, Adam Reynolds is the best seven we've had since Alfie Langer. Yeah. Probably Ben Ben Hunt Peter Wallace, well. bro. <laughs> Adam Reynolds is the best seven we've had. But we've had the experience of Adam Reynolds, Kurt Capewell, um, and Ryan James, who will all three ben of them. Hunt. I think Ben Hunt was better. <laughs> Shut I up. Mean, ben Hunt's really good. Um, all three of them. <laughs> all three of them are way more experienced than anything we've had in the last few years. Yeah. Not to mention guys like Branko Lee and stuff around the club. Won a premiership. Been Played a part for the of, Storm. Been a part yeah. of like some good, some good clubs, and then. Also, just what those three guys bring on their own. Like you add Adam Reynolds, who can win games just with his boot. Like second best kicking game in the comp, maybe the best. Mm. Like between him and Cleary. Cleary, yeah. And then you add Kurt Capewell, who's heaps of origin and experience with the Panthers, just won a premiership. 
Um, that does raise a question with like what edge he plays on. Yeah. Between him and Ricky. Like Joe and Ricky was obviously last year. We played our best footy when our right edge was Tyson Gamble, Jordan Ricky, and Tony Staggs. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, I don't whereas but Kurt Capewell's like a premiership winning state of origin playing mm. right. But he played. He played left center. Played left for origin. center for Origin. So maybe he plays yeah. left. Maybe he plays left. Um, second row. Second row. There's also a few other players like TC Rabati and like Brandon Piercore like knocking on the door. Like they're not going to start. No, no, no. I don't think at all. But like in the next few years, like yeah, Brandon Piercore, like we're paying a bunch of money and we could sign like a five year contract because they're all the when's clubs the are trying to steal him. When's the season start? March something. I can't remember. Not soon enough. Can't wait. Oh my god! <laughs> like, we're gonna be good. I, I genuinely think we're gonna be good, and I think yeah. just like the difference that like Adam Reynolds brings to a team, like his boot is gonna alleviate so much pressure yeah. from our team. Yeah, like we have not had someone that can that is of his caliber. Like that, he's like one of the best halves in terms of kicking games of all time hmm. and that's not going to change when he puts a broncos jersey on and the amount of pressure that's going to the amount of pressure that's going <laughs> to happen before the amount of pressure that's changed gonna, some people before <laughs> the amount of pressure that's going to take off Payne haas yeah Payne haas, get them out of yeah won't it's going to take a lot of like work ryan james him. is going to do heaps for that just having a guy like capewell i don't know i think we're going to be way better um I'm pretty. I think we are a like a six to nine. I think we're a six to ten. This is a disgusting amount of Broncos talk. Yeah, well, sorry. Well, that was like, a lot of Broncos like I know we're Broncos fans, but the like if I if I wasn't a Broncos or Cowboys fan, like the thing is, like legitimately, there's so much more to talk about with the Broncos and so much more upside in Cowboys. what's happening. Like there's like to be blunt, like there's just nothing bright happening for the Cowboys. The, the Broncos moment. are like a legitimate exciting yeah team. like and i used to like the cowboys but then tim we'll happened we'll see. the team i'm most excited for outside the broncos we'll is see. probably the warriors what about bulldogs mm, yeah it'd be cool to see how they go but I, i'm just i don't think they're going to be like lightning in a bottle next year or anything but they need some t- some time but sean johnson back on the warriors will be yeah. fun yeah i think that's the real no one no it doesn't matter anyway the top three teams top four teams are just set yeah, I think the Roosters are the favourites to win. But like they Panthers, don't even have Brendan Storm. Smith yet, the guy that was uh, overrated. If you're asking Tim Henry, Panthers, Roosters, Storm, like rabbits, like like. I think there's question marks. I think there's even, questions on the rabbitos for sure. I think it's probably uh, Roosters, Roosters, Panthers, Melbourne, Manly. I was about to say, I think Manly that's, makes my top. four. That's my top point. four yeah. in order as well. So Roost, yeah, Roosters. I think Manly Panthers, really Melbourne, good. Manly. Yeah. I think Rabbitohs fall out there. And then I think but my point. Yeah, they're set. Like, yeah, no one's really touching them. My point is like, there's just no, there's no. It's like, it's like the season in the NBA with the like Warriors. the KD Warriors. And yeah, the, when it was and the point playing the LeBron Cavs. It's like there's three teams that can no, make the finals. See, it's not. And, I and three or four teams that can make the finals. Rugby league's different. It. Like I, no one. 
You rugby like they have those four teams, four five teams, and that's about it. There's no series. I think rugby league's way different. And what, you, what, Manly is an injury last away year you would from have being more than three teams. I could, I could win it. Manly's, but I think the I think the league is a lot more um, spread out now. It's way more spread out. Like half the talent from those top four teams has gone to the Bulldogs, and then I think Manly's just a turbo hamstring injury away from being irrelevant, <laughs> and. I think the Broncos upside, yeah, you, like if just, everything you, clicks for the Broncos, like if you if you just if you look at them as positively as you can, you go second yeah. best halfback in the comp, best front rower in the comp, a very like you have a whole bunch of depth within their forward pack. You have maybe the best strike right center in the comp. Herbie Farmsworth, who if he takes another step like he has the last couple of seasons super high up their center in the comp <laughs> along with Selwyn Cobo, who's one of the most exciting young players in the league. Yeah, yeah, if he yeah. takes a step up after yeah, that. And, and all of, and all of that, and you're still going to lose to the Roosters in the finals. If you play them, that's fine, but it's a step ahead of 16 where we yeah, were the season before. No, last. I have a, no, we have a bunch of cap space. That's for the what I'm saying. As well. like, no, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying as, as on the season as a whole, it's like, and rugby rugby league's like one of the easiest sports to predict the outcome of a match when you know the players at the match beforehand. See, I disagree because it's just a one game. I uh, yeah. That's the thing. Like anything can happen. No, no. If it's a, if it's if it's like Melbourne versus the Panthers, yeah, anything can happen because they're equally matched. But if it's like Melbourne versus someone outside the top four, it's like yeah. Okay. Like if, ro- it, if every, it's every the rooster, team. Health, if it's the healthy roosters team, if it's the healthy roosters team versus like the tigers or something, it's like oh, that's fine. But like, yeah. but any any like team, in the, I think Easy. any team in the top eight, if a team makes the top eight, I think they're they are a chance no, of winning any game. Come on, absolutely, especially you, top six. So Once last you get to the season, top six, you, the, last the, the season, last season side, you thought that maybe the top no, but last year was the the I think last year was the most top heavy year uh, in NRL history, and it's already been the season before that. The season before that, you th- you thought that every top eight team had a chance of going to the grand final. I think the, all the teams that make the top eight this year have a obviously not as good right. a chance, but I think have a chance of an upset. So if you're the eighth team, you've got to go through you got a pretty hard road. But I think any top five or six team could win the comp. Normally, it's a top four team, but on their day, I don't think there's any reason. Like if if the Broncos are fully healthy and they have that team and it's playing up to the, the potential that they have, yeah, exactly. Like when was when was the last when was the last time a top a non top three team or top four team won the comp? It might not have happened. But I'm just yeah, saying exactly. no, no, no. But My I'm point. saying no. But I'm saying is in like a in that second round of like so first versus fourth, second versus third, loser goes down and plays. There's upsets that can certainly happen in those games. I think next year, the fifth and sixth, like the talent pool is yeah. so much more dispersed than what the it top, was. The top, yeah, but the top two, top three teams always win. And the top two, top three teams for the past four years have been pretty much dead in stone. I actually think the Broncos team on paper, if 
Manly has a couple of injuries, I think that top, that fourth spot is wide open because I think mm. South are way worse than what they were. Like who who else is in there? There's not really too many other teams to be honest. Because like I don't think St George are like going to be pushing that hard there. Not the Sharks. Definitely not Canberra. It's kind of yeah, open. Canberra Cam- potentially Canberra gets but... all their players back, and but they they were I don't know they've they've been a mess. Anyways, yeah, we've been going for two hours and sixty minutes. I was just going to say one more thing about rugby league. Did you guys see the new rule change? Uh, with the uh, six again inside. Yeah, uh, they fixed it. Yeah, this yeah. is way better. So yeah. basically, the new rule change. Have you seen it, Tim? No. So they've they've adjusted the six again rule. So it's now um, if you're coming out of your or if you're defending a team coming out of their half. Um, if they're inside their forty and you give away and you give away a penalty, it's a kick for touch, like what it used to be. And then the six, the six, oh, yeah, that's way better. Yeah, the six again rule comes into play once you're outside of that, in like once you're outside of your forty. Yeah. So it's basically to stop those teams from like giving yeah, up the zero way, tackle. Yeah, that's way better. So yeah. they should also give like the referee the ability to like six again um like six again inside like the opponent's like 10 like if it was like an intentional six again inside the opponent's 10 you know as people give that away all the time it should be i think it should be like you get to kick the penalty and then keep the ball Inside the opponent's ten, oh. like you get to kick the penalty and then you get to keep the ball and re and continue on with the set. I think that's too much. Because because it's like I don't know. It's in in most sports like you can't just like when you give away like a unsportsmanlike foul to save like a goal or like a like a critical like because it's not like basketball like you don't score like a hundred points. Yeah. He's got like 10 to 30. Yeah. And like the try is pretty hard to come by. So it's more like, I I think it's more like football where if you intentionally stop someone from scoring a goal, it's like a red card and you're out of the game but for they, the entire they game. Sin bin, they do sin bin they players do sin bin for players. doing that. To, yeah, like if but, it but what twice, I mean is like in the last like... Twice in the same set. Yeah, but in the last like five minutes, right? In the last like five minutes of a game... Like in a football match, if you take someone down in the box, it's a penalty and they get like an opportunity to score a goal. Whereas like in the last five minutes of a game, you can just do that. In the last two minutes, you can just do that. Yeah. And you can kind of hold out well, for like another Storm two minutes. did it. Like Harry Grant yeah. did it in the grand final. Like it's worth it. Like yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And Whereas like if you if you actually like punish that, like really, really punish it, it's like now you can't intentionally do that anymore that's fair it is a bit of a problem i think the six again inside like the 40 of like teams just laying on top of them so that the rest of the team can get back inside was is more of an issue yeah i think that's more of an issue too i i understand why it's an issue that teams are doing that inside the 10 i don't know if you can give two points i feel like that becomes yeah yeah and and sin bin players because lots of players get sin bin during that time oh or why, why, why not? Why can't you? 
It just feels like a lot. It just feels like a lot. That would, that would, that would def- yeah, but that would definitely stop people from doing it. It is yeah, a lot. that's true. That would definitely stop people. Maybe. Teams Maybe you never know until Teams would never do it anymore. Like people don't inten- people don't intentionally foul in FIBA. Like you don't intentionally foul in FIBA. Yeah, but that rules anymore. Sucks. That rules lame. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, like, speed, that's what I'm saying. Like, the end of the don't game do it anymore. Yeah. All right. Whereas like in the NRL, like that would definitely stop people from doing it. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been two hours and twenty uh, minutes. Top eight, Cowboys. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> Maybe we save that for the next time. Yeah. Oh no, let's do it. Let's do it. What's, our, what's our tip for the week? Um, we didn't actually talk about. Oh, I guess I'll talk about. Well, this it was on like the top. Could, it could be like yeah, whatever. So it's basically it's just something fun to do at the end of our podcast. Right. Since we, none of us are like we don't live together anymore. Tim's obviously in Canberra. What's just a little? Not a, it doesn't have to be. It could be a betting tip okay. or just a little. Okay, mine is um, be careful of making like certain calls or big calls about a sport or a player <laughs> the, i've got a few people in mind i think about this one that comes to mind is when tim like when we were, we were like big on the cheese for a, like a while like we're like he's so good like is he better than harry grant or he should be like is he the best 13 in the game and tim like just loves shitting on the melbourne storm being like oh if you play for the storm you're overrated it's the system it's not you it's the system and then like not very long after he realized how fucking good he was and that everyone wanted him and then also yeah. <laughs> prove it you gotta prove it. but he well he proved it in my mind very clear with his playing um and then another one was before the beginning of last season when drian said that <laughs> manly should trade like if possible trade tom trevojevic because he gets injured way too much and his hamstrings are made of string cheese or whatever and then he has the like the ever. greatest season in rugby league history <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough it's a good it's a good tip tim what about you Wow. My tip is <clears throat> don't bet on NBA games. That's a great tip. Don't. But you don't, still do it. Oh, no, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You bet. You can bet on like NBA games in terms of players' stats, but don't bet on the outcome. But you do NBA that game. every day. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> It's it's dumb. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's impossible. Like any, like on honestly, like you can be, you can be so confident, and <laughs> like the like a the Bulls would lose to like Oklahoma, but the Bulls lo- beat Oklahoma by one point the other day. Yo, the Warriors lost to the Pacers in overtime. Exactly, it's impossible. Don't bet on NBA yeah, games. Warriors, you gotta bet on the, sport, bet on like the NRL. A, yeah, yeah. Bet in the NRL. Bet all your money on the Panthers and the Storm every week, and you will come. Except out for the week they play eventually. each other. <laughs> yeah, don't don't touch that game. Um, yeah. My my tip of the week is uh, if you need plain tees for your closet, <laughs> Uniqlo. The Uniqlo tee is such good quality. <laughs> they fit. They fit you. Well, yeah, because they're a box fit, so I don't have a long torso, but I have quite a wide. I'm quite wide. <laughs> well, I just you know, Uniqlo is generally like a small fit. Like Max, Max would say, though. Like well, Max, I'm. I'm Max si- I wear like around an XL to a double XL in there. If you're shirts. above like six one, Uniqlo is just like not for you. So I guess I when like you're it. six foot and quite wide like myself, a double XL, XL, double XL is fine. 
Yeah, sure. Or, or maybe, or maybe. Look, Uniqlo, sorry, I fit the clothes. Maybe six ten guy uh, doesn't. No, wear. but he doesn't. He, they don't fit him. Great. I don't. Either. I don't. Fit he him. doesn't like. Yeah, but no, I'm saying it's a Japanese brand. Like, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, above right. six one six two, like they're just they they don't make them. Like the sizes yeah. don't what get this? longer; they just get wider. Hang on, I just like to say I'm above. What, what, you're not what? six foot. If no, you're about wait, to say wait. something. No, like I'm just gonna say I'm above the average height in Australia. So that means. The majority of is Australians, that including women or just I men? think just that's just men. Okay. Um, so the majority of you guys, I think, a, I will fit the Uniqlo T-shirt. I think oh, definitely way, most people I think will a fit Uniqlo. Way yeah. to, I think a simple way to um, contact. I think a simple way to say what your advice for this week is is to just say Uniqlo makes good good T-shirts for small people. <laughs> All right, and on that note, I'm six foot <laughs> with my shoes on and I'm above average height and we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> I wonder how many people will still be here after two hours and 25 minutes. <laughs> All right, we're done. Goodbye. <laughs>